0: three-dimensional world which you inhabit can be bent to your will only when you enter the fifth dimension who do we got here today ladies and gentlemen people of the federation the trillions out there in the galaxy we got jake wolf aka Salmon daddy live in the fifth dimension absolutely my friend wow how are you doing i've been looking forward
1: to this for a long time
0: oh this is exactly what i needed on this uh this
1: monday well it's monday on earth right (laughs) i think so i actually lost time lost track of time oh did you oh for a very hot minute uh at what point like do you mean quarantine at the beginning or um well, it it pretty much as of March twelfth, where like everything went into like pretty much shutdown mode. Did I absolutely take full advantage of being in shutdown mode? Um, and and at at a certain point, I actually had no idea what day it was.
0: Okay, so how long did that take? Right, because March twelfth was right at the beginning when they they announced a pandemic.
1: Right, exactly. And then I guess everything closed. Was is that was that it, it was a very gradual close. Um, for me, uh, in what I was doing at the time, which was working in my family's business, um, we we shut her down because there was absolutely like nothing going on. There was so many uncertainties that like we just had to like just like go incognito, you know? And uh, at, at a certain point, you know, being that for me we rented and sold tuxedos for a living, which obviously that's not a thing really going on anymore. Um, What happened was I literally went from going into my peak season and being the craziest, busiest guy ever to like not having a peak season. So where I would normally be running around and renting all kinds of tuxedos, now I had nothing to do. So you shut
0: her down, the family business just closed, right? It it didn't close. It's not done. Yeah, we're not
1: closed. We're not finished. We're just like on hold. Well, and especially at that time. Oh, yeah. Right? And so you went home. I literally went home. No plan. No plan. I watched a lot of Grey's Anatomy, like a lot. I've never seen an episode. Let me tell you. Pretty good.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I, like, yeah, yeah. I think it has, like, an insane, insane fan base, right, that
1: love, absolutely love it. I mean, each episode is, like, 45 minutes to an hour long, and there's, like, 24 episodes per, per season. season, and there's, like, 16 seasons.
0: Holy shit. So did you do it front to
1: back? No, I, I got <laughs> all the way to season seven, and that was, that was where I had to give up, because, <laughs> like at a certain point i realized like what was happening and i was like i can't do this anymore like it was good while it lasted but i need to do something okay, enter so- <laughs> enter the salmon daddy enter the salmon daddy cuz you are the salmon daddy yeah but before we
0: get into the salmon okay. because that's a really amazing story and i'm a big fan
1: i appreciate it
0: but i want to i want to know how you you went from being super busy in the family business and then going home and essentially no plan and just shut her down was there anything you know psychologically going on with you or were you
1: just like you know what uh the world's taking a break i guess i'm going to shut her down um i'm i'm a pretty positive guy and and to be quite honest with you like i don't know why or how maybe maybe it's maybe i maybe i'm a genius or maybe i'm just like super slow it could go either way and you know what? Screw and fuck all you that think that I'm super slow, okay? But I've been on the genius camp of you for a very long time. <laughs> you know, like yeah. so I, I think um it definitely did take a bit of a toll on me because for for I'm 29 years old and uh for the past few years, like a big part of my life was not going out and partying, but going out to restaurants. Being around other people, meeting people, and to kind of have that aspect of like social interaction stripped away from you kind of did take a bit of a, a, a beating on me. However, being the guy that I am and having a pretty good, strong head on these here broad shoulders, you know what I mean? They're oh, pretty broad. Like they're very broad. They're broad, you know? Broad. Um, like I, I definitely like saw and like, kind of saw the humor in it. And I was like, wow, this is fucked up. And, and for a little bit, I found different ways to like interact with other people. So I gravitated towards my Instagram story to entertain people. And, you know, at a certain point, like I was, I was baking bread and like i haven't cooked ever like i think i could count like maybe 10 times that i've actually cooked a meal in my in my kitchen in any kitchen ever (laughs) ever which is amazing where you're going next you know but
0: yeah which is absolutely which bread did you make like sourdough no um, because everyone was making sourdough everyone's like i don't know where this fucking came from everyone's
1: a sourdough fucking baker now it's Insane how everyone's <laughs> friggin' making sourdough. And, you know, I used to have this theory that, like, no hard feelings towards anyone, but it's like, I used to have this theory that, like, women that didn't know what they wanted to do with them, th- their lives would become makeup artists. You know, it was just like, it so was, that just was your like theory. the standard. And then, like, guys would become real estate agents. And now I'm seeing women, more women, becoming real estate agents. And, and, that's More guys great. becoming makeup artists? No, spin instructors. Oh. Every, everyone's shifting gears, it seems. Yeah, well, you know?
0: I feel like uh, a real estate agent and uh, a makeup artist is a very similar parallel. Like, it's, it's, it, there, there's something about the personality of a person that can be a makeup artist as well as a real estate agent that is, like, these are usually personalities. These are people who have a charisma They have an energy. Yeah. They have a really good work ethic. They're consistent. They follow up. And these aren't people that can be in an office all day.
1: No. And they also like to look good. They like, yes, they like to look good. They like to be social. Makeup artists are always looking super fly. And then as well as real estate agents, like whether they're doing a good job at it or not, they're either wearing a blouse, a a suit, a, a, a sport coat, like they really do these, a good yes, job at making right. themselves look good. And even on their social profiles, I got to say, they make homes look incredible.
0: It, it, they absolutely know what they're doing in terms of aesthetics, in terms of perception, in ter- like so so is it is it that these guys and girls don't know what else to do with themselves or is it that just these professions are absolutely built for them? They're perfect
1: avenues for their particular personality algorithms. I um I think it I think it's just a matter of it being like kind of easily accessible. Like it's something okay, that are- you could like you know like as a girl for example, like you're putting on makeup, you know, most most girls are putting on makeup anyways as they're growing up. So hey, like let me learn to do this better and let me do it for other people, you know?
0: Well, cuz people They want it. Yeah. So the barriers of entry are low, but the competition is extremely high. Oh, yeah. So I would say like in any profession,
1: the best will rise. A hundred percent. And so that makes it difficult. So I started baking. (laughs) I started baking. I I baked one loaf of bread, to be quite honest. It was a honey beer bread that was sent to me by my sister-in-law, and it was probably one of the easiest recipes that I ever had to put together. And let me tell you, tell you, it yielded one of the gor- most gorgeous <laughs> golden loaves of bread that I've ever tasted in my entire life. And it costed maybe like $2, because, mainly because I got the beer for free at the Harvest event.
0: <laughs> okay. So you used free beer. Free beer. Uh, you said your sister sent you... Yeah, sister-in-law uh, the, the, sent sister, me the ingredients. The
1: ingredients, okay, and or the recipe, rather, and I, I had already have. I, I hmm.
0: <laughs> you're excited, I, yeah, it's okay. I'm tasting. You're thinking that about bread. that fucking yeah. beer
1: bread. Yeah. Oh my god, and All I would, I, and my dad would always say, butter makes it better. And I, and let me tell you, butter definitely made that bread better. I, I cannot <laughs> oh I cannot disagree it's with a you tongue man. twist. Yeah,
0: there. the butter makes it better.
1: Oh my god.
0: And so did this bread, did this activity of creating something new did it spark something
1: in the in the future mind of of Sam and Daddy? Well, let me t- like a, a good friend of mine recently um recently, you know, uh Arielle, Classic, right? Classic. Um, he, he he advised me, he told me that I should take a notepad, which I didn't do this yet, but yet we, we spoke about it. He said, I should take a notepad. He's like, I have mine in a Word document. Okay, no problem. The internet is our friend. Um, and he said, go back like two to three years and list like all your milestones, list all your conversations that you've had kind of leading up to what you're doing. And I think this has something to do with, with your concept of being a time traveler is like in a way you're, you're actually, you're actually setting yourself up for what you're going to be doing. And, and when we went back to all our conversations that we had about, you know, me wanting to do something for myself or me not seeing my opportunity here and wanting to build my own project and my own business um up until you know covid hitting and and me taking that leap of faith into something new whether it be a side hustle or a full-time thing and then building that side hustle and that side hustle turning into what will hopefully turn into a a, a real business and and I've always had projects going on but just to go back and remind yourself of all those conversations that you had about all those moments of should I keep doing this or not and then pushing forward and and now I mean I'll give this big introduction we got we you know now I have this business that is you know 7 months old And it all started with, like, a little conversation, you know? With With, Mr. Banna. With Mr. Yeah. And let me interrupt just for a second. (laughs) Arel,
0: his name is Arel Banna, a mutual friend of ours, is a much more profound character than perhaps he leads on.
1: Oh, my God. He's great. I love him.
0: For a guy who, (laughs) I like, we used to get drunk and wrestle naked. Oh, God bless you guys. (laughs) And, like, two barbarians, a Turk, a Greek, just battling it out. And we were very Neanderthal back in the day. But I've had some very profound conversations with him as well. So I'm so happy that he pushed this exercise on you where you backtracked and realized that, hey, because we've had these same conversations. Yeah, 100%. I never said the notepad thing, but we've always talked about your journey, your, your journey and, and your vision and your longing to create something that you believe in. Yeah. And,
1: and I've been doing this what's crazy to think and, 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 and what's cool is like, you know, very relatable to you and your brother. And, and I'm, I'm fresh on the brain cause I just listened to the podcast with you and your brother. Um, but we always had that kind of support to be creative. It seemed um, and to kind of make mistakes and, and get back up. And literally ever since my brother and I have been like children has has like our parents not always agreed with what we were doing but always supported what we were doing and and at the end of the day I always had ideas and I always had projects and I and even if it lasted for 3 months or 1 year or f- however long it lasted like it was always it was always in my control it was always when I said, you know what? It's not that I don't believe in this anymore, but I'm realizing that there could be something else. You know, there there's another alternative.
0: And would you say that you never had that um, that voice in the back of your head, perhaps the voice of your parents who would say, well, you said you'd do this. Why are you changing it? Why are you doing that?
1: Oh, they
0: like. Did they say
1: that or were they more um, supportive? Cause I was, I, I, guess, I was going to guess yeah, that they were like, more supportive. I think, I think I had this, uh, I think I kind of kept them in the dark on like kind of everything that I was doing, even though a lot of what I was doing was very public. It was either like a blog or a YouTube, uh, a YouTube channel or, uh, a pin company, whatever it may have been. It was always like pretty public, but like, it always came off as like a project rather than like a livelihood. So, I mean, they always, they always, I think in the back of their minds, they knew I wasn't a, a good student and stuff like that. So like they knew it would have to be something creative. They knew you might not be a surgeon. Yeah. They 100% <laughs> knew I was not going to be. And a so surgeon.
0: maybe in all their wisdom, they said, well, our genius son, Jake Wolf. Because they, they call you Jake Wolf, right?
1: Uh
0: yeah. No. <laughs> it. He's running simulations. He's right. running experiments. He's running tests. And yeah. and he's gonna figure out where he fits. But he's a bold, charismatic personality. He's got artistic integrity and creativity. And he will figure it out. And they at the end of the day they trusted you because they never
1: Yeah. Because you're doing what you're doing. A hundred percent. And they they always they gave they they really did a phenomenal job at giving me incredible qualities that allow me to go and do these things. It's, it's actually like, I, I think about it all the time. Like I, like over the past seven months of building this business, which did we really, did we, I mean, I know we've said I'm the salmon daddy. Yeah. But I, I, I think you're think leading we... up to it nicely that you you're now
0: your career your, your newest endeavor, which is, in my opinion, the most uh, profound, well thought out, like this has the most legs. Yeah. This, is, this is legit. And you've been hinting at it. And so Jake is the salmon daddy because he started a company that sells the most fantastic smoked salmon. And I'm a big fan. And I know smoked salmon. And it's called Zadies. And so... I'll allow you to go, obviously, to go into it. But Zadie's was birthed during COVID. Oh yeah. And and this is my perspective on it. You've had these ideas, and we've had multiple conversations about you know trying to figure out where you want to go, how you should proceed, how you should start. But when the the rug was swept under you, it's almost like Jake Wolf was pu- was put into sink or swim, and the stars aligned, and and you committed, and you went for it, and you started a salmon company
1: it's a it's it's crazy when you say it like that but absolutely it's exactly how it happened like like for me i didn't i would have never been that person who literally just like all right like i'm just gonna like collect from the government and stay at home and wait for things to regulate like it's just not in my dna at all to wait for that to happen and um it was it was kind of perfect timing. As, as crazy as it sounds, like obviously I wish none of this upon anyone. And the fact that it's putting my like my my family's ninety four year old business in a very vulnerable position. Like again, I still think this for me was one of the most positive um, situations that I could have been in and which allowed me to you know start this this company which is called Zadies which again there's a tremendous amount of history there because okay sure on one side of the family we rent and sell tuxedos and and now it's much more of an experience and we've been doing it forever in the same location and it's a wonderful place <clears throat> i love it there like for me I mean, I've been told over the years, like, what am I doing there? What am I doing there? What are you wasting your time for? But, like, for me, and we've even had those conversations. But, like, it, you know, there's there becomes, like, this, like, connection. There's this connection that um, you can't escape, you know. And for me, all I ever wanted to do was to give half of what my grandfather gave to the community um, and a lot of that stemmed from that store so for me being there and being able to interact with all these different communities um, and to be able to address them and and give such an incredible from what I could you know imagine such an incredible experience when you walk through those doors um, was so important to me over these past few years and wouldn't have traded that in for anything. Like the fact that I got that opportunity for me, like is a huge milestone, a huge um, check off my, my bucket list, like to be able to walk through my grandfather's footsteps and to connect with people the same way he did. Cause the business really is the same that he built it to be. Um, And that's
0: where I got to, really know you and you were part of the experience you were part of the sunshine of that place and the place has so many kooky characters and there's there's someone for everyone in there and we would we often bond on over conversations and really strong coffee (laughs) and then we i i I met people through
1: through it can we say the name uh I don't even know who you're talking about, but yeah, for No, sure. no, 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 of the, of the place. Oh yeah. 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 Waxman's Formalware on park Avenue in Montreal. Amazing it's, spot. It, it, it really vibe. is. And, uh, the space is absolutely breathtaking. Like it's, it's all the detail that went into putting that space together and which had nothing to do with me, all my uncle, Billy he Waxman, did
0: a fantastic job. Like
1: the space is incredibly beautiful. And, uh, if, if, you know, not if, but when we get to that point where the doors open up again and you guys uh, are in a position to support local once again, like I highly suggest you go there for a coffee because it is delicious. And, and, and again, you're walking like as if you're going back in time. So it's, it's a really cool experience in my eyes.
0: It's definitely a time travel experience, right? Cause it
1: is old school in the best way. in in the best of ways. And, and and God willing, everything will go well and, and we'll come out of this stronger than ever. Inshallah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and hopefully hopefully, um, this situation won't sink it and, and maybe we'll get a great formal wear company as well as a fantastic smoked salmon company that is making salmon great again. And <laughs> absolutely. And 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 so the, the history behind Zadies um really goes back in time because like I said, one side of the family was formal wear. the other side of the family was um uh I forget the word that I'm hospitality. Looking. Hospitality. <laughs> so um my great grandparents on my dad's side had a hotel um For many years before it moved to St. Agath, but I'm really only going to talk about St. Agath. So from 1946 to 1986, um, my great grandparents ran a hotel called Rabiners, Auberge Rabiners. And it was like, I don't know how to describe it, but it was like almost like a Jewish getaway for like people in Montreal, whether it be summer, winter, fall, spring, whatever it was, like they would just go there, and it would be like kind of like a like a sleepaway camp for adults and children together. Um, like it's a place outside of your community for your community. Yeah, yeah, and and like let me tell you, I I've heard a crazy amount of stories there um whether it be staff or guests or both or you know like it it was like apparently it was like a free-for-all okay so um, so
0: it had a little bit of wildness
1: in oh, its uh, in its bones a hundred percent and and so in 1981, my father and his brother opened up a restaurant in the hotel called Zadie's. Right, so that's where, and so for all the people in the galaxy who don't know, what does Zadis mean? Zadis means grandfather in Yiddish, so it's uh, like for example, the the grandfather that I was speaking so highly about just before, uh, I would call him Zayda, you know, or Zadie, Zayd, okay, for short, Z, Z, Lord Zed, he, Lord y- Zed, <laughs> yes, <be> nice. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he was the man, he, this guy. This guy was like legendary. Um, in all, like as a grandchild, he was the man. Maybe to other people, he was like, "Meh," could have been better. Mostly to his family, but like, like to his grandchildren, this guy was a god. You know, and and you know, I, I it, like everyone goes through that that experience, but I almost like obviously didn't believe when when they told me that he had passed away, it was like the crazy, I'll never forget that night, you know? Um, But again, it brought family and friends close together. And you really got to, that was, that was really the moment when I saw what a man, this guy was to the community, not just the Jewish community, but like literally every community within Montreal. Um, He, dressed everyone. You know what I mean? My
0: dad got his tux for his wedding. Absolutely. At
1: Waxman. <laughs> I love it. Right? I, it's it like your grandfather that's dressed a, my That's dad. what I'm saying. Like he he literally interacted with everyone and and his funeral spoke very loudly that, that that was the case because it was pure mayhem. It was it was a beautiful thing is what it was. But so Zadies was born in 1981 at the Rabiner's Hotel up in St. Agath. A dream within a dream. <clears throat> a dream within a dream. It lasted only one year. So <laughs> famous since 1981, dead in 1982. Infamous. <laughs> yeah, infamous. <laughs> Revived in 2020.
0: Oh, I love it. Yeah. What a, what a story. And you kept
1: the logo, the look. So the, the logo- Because it was epic the logo um we took from the original menu sleeve which my dad still had lying around um shout out to brandon for recreating that cuz i i tried to recreate it and i did a horrible job and he just in like 2 seconds was like all right let's go brandon harar shout brandon, out yeah. we're going to have him on the pod oh my god i can't wait for that because he's one he, of the funniest guys he he, he so Funny enough, he's like a brother to me, and uh, his grandfather and my grandfather were best friends, and, like, I mean, like, also brothers, and we always kind of knew that, but but later in life, when we became best friends, it was, like, such a cool thing, and, and you know... Um, I'm I'm very fortunate that I got like a few years of being his best friend while his grandfather was still alive because I I always tried to surround myself with people who knew my grandfather so I could get to know him more. So because when I when he passed away I was I was like about 14 years old and I feel like I was stripped away of like getting to know him. So by working at the store and working with people that worked with him and or spending time with people that were close to him, I, I actually got to like soak in the third party vibes. Yeah. As they say. Yeah. And, and, and I did, I really, really got a lot more of him being in that environment, which was like such a trip, you know? Um, so, so Zadie's is revived in 2020 in 2014. My dad had like mastered, um, this smoked salmon recipe and I always, I always knew that I wanted to do something with the Zadie's brand. Like, I, I registered um, the Zadie's the Zadie's Instagram account, like, like years ago. Like, I always knew I wanted to do something. I always thought it was going to be. Um, I have to burp. So do it, man. It's I, okay. <laughs> it was, <I> was, Let <laughs> her rip. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't I'm sorry. Be. Um, I always thought that Zadie's was going to be very similar to, like, uh, an Arthur's kind of vibe. Um, Makes sense. But where I would just, like, exploit my mom and dad's recipes. Because, like, for me, like, my mom was always the best cook. And, like, she could make something out of nothing. And, like, I always thought, like, oh... I'll build something one day like and and like give my mom a job and like she'll make soup and like people will come in and eat their soup and and maybe she'll make uh, a, an amazing pasta like she's not Italian, but she makes the sickest pasta ever, you know, and so I always thought I was going to do something like that. And then, you know, over the years, people would always ask, hey, how do we get some of that salmon, you know? Uh, whenever me and my brother would post that we're making it, um, we would just be like, nah, like like I would love to, but it's it's really small batch, like just friends and family, you know? Um, and my dad would obviously use it to like give to like clients or like, you know, like just to schmooze them, you know? Uh, do what you, as Andy Moneris would say, you do what you can with what you got. Exactly, right? exactly. Oh, brilliant line. <laughs> and And so... Um, March hit, um, and I had nothing going on and decided like, now's the time. When, how long, how, how many episodes of Grey's
0: Anatomy did it take before the idea to take Zadie's Salmon
1: worldwide, worldwide. occurred to you? Um, pretty much like what happened was, um people were starting to do things, you know what I mean? Like people were starting to bake bread or um, make cookies or do, do, do things that they wouldn't normally necessarily be doing. Um, And, and, you know, it's always been like an idea to kind of maybe do the smoked salmon thing. And there were a few other people in Montreal that were doing it, but very, very scarcely, you know, like maybe like, two, three, max four times a year. And, and it got to a point where I was like, you know what? Like I literally like need something to survive. Um, I believe in this product. Like, it's not me. It's not my recipe. Like I, I I'm very grateful that my dad like allowed me to use it and exploit it and whatever. And, and I'm sure so is everyone else, but I am. Uh right? Yeah. Um but so like I'm super proud of this product. I think it's an amazing product. I think I've always had good taste when it came to whether it be food or or fashion. Not all the time, but most of the time um and it was just it was just the right time, you know? So I was speaking with Brandon and I was like he, he actually suggested that I do this. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. He's like, man, you could do this. You, you know, like you could do this. And this is this is after weeks of like me maybe going to work for Brunette and like, you know, me not being too sure, like being a young entrepreneur. like Like it looked like a, an amazing opportunity, but it didn't feel right. And when I started making salmon – it felt so right. It, it was crazy. It was like the, the buttons perfectly it, it snapped was together. absolutely like, mind you, the first batch was like such a bitch. It was like learning how to make the first batch of salmon was the worst thing ever. It took so long. And by the end of it, I was so fed up and angry that I was like, fuck, this is... This is not worth it at all, and then and then like, but you, you stuck through. I I stuck through. I got through it, and like, what really like solidified the deal was that anger drove me to eat the salmon, and as soon as I put it in my mouth, I was like, "Fuck, this is so good that it is one hundred percent worth." all this fucking time and like energy that went into this fucking the, the creation of it. Oh my god. And and over over the the span of like 3 weeks to a month, did I like you know optimize the whole process and and become way more efficient and like build the routine that you get into the kitchen, all right, you prepare your cure, you you get ready the second that fit fish comes it's like it's like it's like the amazing race you like they hit the button you go it's a machine yeah. the, the
0: the manufacturing process oh my. just kept refining itself and refining itself like like today before coming here you're, I, you're I running was, like a
1: like a Japanese car company now I, yeah <laughs> I wish <laughs> I I will get to that point I promise of course but you will I, I today I was waiting I was so ready the fish to just show up so i could start manipulating it and i had literally both my hands on the desk like this do you have a uniform or do you have like a, it's, a- I, I wear i wear like a chef's hat nice and uh, an apron and gloves and 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 uh if my beard gets long i'll wear i'll wear a beard net you know um i just recently shaved it i looked terrible I think you look very handsome. Today I look not bad. I got to tell you. It's always it's like the haircut, right? It's uh, it's
0: the the first day or two where you look like a yeah, piece of shit.
1: Yeah. Oh, did I look and uh oh, I looked like the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> I looked honestly I looked like a lesbian. I I can see it. <laughs> I'm not, I love you, but I can I'm see it. I'm not angry at it, but I looked
0: terrible. Yeah, I can I can relate when I cuz I keep a relatively clean oh, shave for this fifth dimension vibe. I could just.
1: I but could when just it's picture super, the backlash on that comment that I looked like a lesbian. Why can't I just be looking like a woman?
0: No, <laughs> but but you look like a like a Subaru driving lesbian. I'm gonna
1: help you out on this. I'm gonna <laughs> lean in. So if much. we're if we're going down,
0: I'm going down with you, I- baby.
1: Ironically enough, I I also drive a Subaru. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, like... <laughs> so that's gonna go into our next uh, our next uh, topic because right before we started recording, we you want to talk about your talking. new car? Yeah. But it's it's look, it's perfect um and when i when i shave my head and my face and it's like too down to the bone i look like uh, as my as donnie deekis calls it i look like a flesh eater right yeah i look like i'm going to eat your fucking spleen but luckily i don't go all the way down now and i look uh, a little more approachable
1: yeah well you do, you you're number 1 you are in tip top shape when i used to see videos of you working out at the gym or somehow some way with your shirt off i was like wow I want to fuck this guy. So bad. No, but <laughs> I, like, I appreciate but like, that. Like, I appreciate that. Like, you, I was pretty ripped back then. You were so ripped; it was incredible. I can't even imagine that. And and I know I know everyone says it's achievable, and I know it is. I don't want it. Look, I, I, want- I feel you. I feel you.
0: And the more that I start to understand uh, different people's uh, genes, like not that I understand genes, but right. I understand how big of a part they play and And that like, it's in my, let's say my personality algorithm to be able to do that because it's really close to my baseline. Right. Like it doesn't take me that much effort to get really lean. It it, it doesn't. So it's not that big of a fucking effort, but you're a completely different beast. You're a completely different beast. You're still able to glow and feel great and do all this shit and, and carry, carry a little extra weight on you. Just a little bit. But it's it's part of your, your genotype,
1: I guess. Like you're just. I lost a lot of weight, a lot of weight once in my life. Um, I thought uh, it was it was heartbreak that drove me to lose all that weight because I thought I thought you I thought would, that was the reason. I thought that was the reason, and only later did I realize <laughs> that was not the reason. Okay, and and here I am again, you know, <laughs> but but um, is but- it because you, it was too big? It's certainly not too big.
0: All right, okay. Okay, so it's a very friendly then. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's certainly friendly in no way giant. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Certainly friendly in no way Okay, giant, I just wanted but... to make sure because you know. Yeah. And yeah, if yeah. you lost the weight then that problem became even bigger. Well, so funny enough, I used to I used to write a blog called My Fat Guy Problems and it used to be like it used to be like me, sh- sort of shaming myself on the internet and like, like really highlighting in a comedic way the struggles of like being fat. And uh, I used to go by the fat guy before I was the salmon daddy. Uh, I like the salmon daddy better than the fat guy. Oh, uh, I, I never
0: knew you as the fat guy.
1: No, we 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 only connected later in life. Yeah. you know what I mean. And and to be honest with you, I wish I was. Uh, More present earlier on to to participate in those debaucheries that I've been hearing about. (laughs) Yeah, look, there was
0: a solid 12 years of that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you know what? At the end of the day, uh, that was your life, and this is my life. Exactly. So here we are now, and it's a beautiful thing. Um, Just jumping back. Salmon. Honestly, this, this whole conversation is so funny to me. It's exactly... How my mind operates—it is everywhere. Look, I
0: love it. I'm 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 on this I'm on this ride with you. 100%. We're we're surfing this wave. We are who, in it together. Who I feel bad for is is I have a uh, lovely person who is uh, cutting up the clips oh. to to break it down into into sections. Uh, so yeah. whenever like these kinds of things go, actually you you'd be surprised. It it makes more sense than you think it would for sure. But uh, I'm excited for uh, Juliana to get in there and start. Uh, Taking piecing the notes
1: together. and piecing this beast together. So so back to the the salmon. I launched in May of 2020. Um it started with me building V one of the Zadies website, in which immediately when I shared it with Brandon, he within within less than eight hours redid the whole thing and it was like sick. Um and I had started selling salmon before I even ever once made it, which was pretty crazy. So
0: before this first batch that you said was a bitch. Yeah. I had you never, had already
1: sold? Yeah. I
0: <laughs> I sold
1: like 60 pounds. That's
0: his, I
1: <laughs> I don't know your grandfather, but I feel he would have done the same. A hundred percent. So <laughs> I sold like close to the first week that I launched it, like everyone was like, Oh my god, I gotta try it. I gotta the hype. You got to be a part of it. So I, I took full advantage of that. And I just remember driving with my dog to go to the fish place to f- pick up the fish. Like, not not a fish store. It's a fish place. So what what's the difference between a fish store and a fish place? Fish store has wind, uh, refrigerated windows where you, like, look in and you're like, I'll get a piece of that, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this. The fish place you call up, you say, I need X amount of fillets, make it happen. When can I come pick it up? Perfect, I'll see you there. You drive to the back of a building, they open up a garage and they put a huge styrofoam box in your trunk, you know? So I I pick up this box and I go home and. My dad was very involved um, because obviously I had no clue what the fuck I was doing and, (laughs) and we did it and we, we got through it and we packaged it up and we were using like this like tiny little, like food saver, like vacuum sealer to do it. And, and, and it, it, it fucking worked. And I delivered, I delivered was the thing, you know? And, and, Everyone got their salmon, and I remember the first time I ever got in my car, and I was like delivering salmon to all these fucking people that I've either met or never met in my entire life, and it was it was right away. I knew I was like, wow, this is exactly what I want to be doing. The fact that I literally made something from ultimately nothing. I I completely manipulated. Uh, a piece of fish to taste like heaven and deliver it to people and to get the feedback from people saying how amazing it is um, was like for me right away. I was like, this is exactly what I want to be doing. And, and every step of the way has been like a journey and, and like, you know, Okay, the first few weeks was me, like, getting to know the recipe. And, like, at a certain point, my dad, like, stopped helping me because I was good to go, you know. And he let me spread my wings and fly. And then, you know, a few more weeks into that, like, when you're talking and networking with people, which is something that I'm I'm good at. You're fucking natural. You know, it comes to me very naturally. and And that's not coming from an egotistical standpoint. That's just me knowing who I am um you know people started to show concern because there's a lot of rules and regulations when it comes to food so right away i was like wow fuck this i am getting rid of all responsibility uh and i do not want to be liable for anything so first thing I incorporated a company. Uh, I got liability insurance that like God forbid someone should get sick that I'm I'm protected as an individual and a business, and then started the next journey, which was ultimately like kitchen space. Like man, you can't just you can't just fucking make fucking hot sauce in the kitchen smoke show sorry <laughs> smoke you know, show.
0: Like, yeah our first sponsor yeah, yeah 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 maybe
1: later we'll talk about how uh you For know Zadies sure. potentially can
0: be a sponsor I would love of the, to. Of the I was thinking show about podcast 100 percent. so we'll get to that later when it's yeah, uh, sponsor yeah. time
1: but but i got to a point where i wanted to like really start looking into what it took to like make this product a legitimate product that Eventually, I could sell in stores. Like, I'm not talking the Costcos, the IGAs. I'm talking about like small uh, boutique grocery stores within my my Montreal community. Just to like really start building and gradually getting bigger and bigger. And uh, finally, um, you know, finally it hit. I found a kitchen space to to manufacture out of. Um, I still do it all. From top to bottom, so it's all you, literally, all me. Like there's I, no helpers, there's no nothing. You it's do it literally, from a to Z. all me from A to Z, and and it's gotten even more consistent. Um, Those over-
0: slices, the thinness and consistency is yeah. Abs- I'm I'm a huge look. I love smoked salmon, and the weight or the thickness of a piece of sam- smoked salmon can make or break
1: the product. Hundred percent, and and I've had good feedback and bad feedback, but that's um, what feedback's for, right? A hundred percent. What's the bad? Um, what's the bad bin? Sometimes, like, look, sometimes towards the end of the batch, your knife gets a little bit dull, and you're slicing a bit thicker. You know, it happens. Yeah. But but again, it's artisanal. <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's made by hand. These hands, these these here, uh, hands, the hands right? of an like, angel. A hundred percent. So, I um. So, so now where I'm at is I've gotten a kitchen. And so this
0: means that you're, you're certified, right? It's made in this kind of thing, and, and it has a certain there's, accreditation that's something that goes with it. Yeah, like,
1: there's, still, there's still a lot of unknowns for me, um, but, but I'm one step closer. The fact that I am operating out of a certified kitchen um, is one step closer to being a, a fully legitimate food product. Um, You know, now in order to run the kitchen, like you as an individual have to have a particular certification or someone who works in that space has to have that certification. So there is someone present who has it. I am in the process of getting it for yourself, for myself, um, which is another, you know, another step. But you're like you're you're learning and
0: evolving in a very natural need to know basis. A hundred percent. It's love. like when, whenever you cross that bridge,
1: is when you will figure out what you got to do. A hundred percent. And and it because it's infinite. It's, it never ends. It never ends, and it's based off of a lot of a lot of times, like necessity, like the fact is like, survival. Yeah, I need this. It's <laughs> not like it's not like a matter of like I could just take my salmon now and start selling it to stores. Like I could do that, but then I will get reamed by the government because you need to have a proper process in order to ensure the health and safety of your, of your clients and, and your stores and stuff like that. So I'm trying to like take all the necessary precautions to make sure that that product is bulletproof by the time it hits the shelves. Um, and I know you love bulletproof items.
0: Yeah, oh, you're damn right. I do <laughs>
1: bulletproof. That's uh, that's gonna be a sponsor in
0: 2022.
1: Oh, 2022, I love... I'm feeling it. I, I'm so confident, and I actually feel like you'll get there way before. But so, and now, you know, within the next few days, I should receive back from a, a nutritional analysis lab to get nutritional facts so the the
0: fats the proteins every carbs the we'll
1: know whether this product is good or bad for you but i could assure you there are definitely omega-3s in there oh damn right yeah. i could see it
0: in you i could see it in your skin you it glistens.
1: yeah so i mean so far it's been about seven months of this of this epic in my mind journey um and you know certain milestones like the kitchen um, like this nutritional fact um, uh, just recently um, I started selling with uh, 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 Danny smiles on his website there mise en place which I actually just placed my first ever order uh, through there. It's like it's like gives you all the 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 ingredients that you would need to prepare a meal. For restaurant quality food and like gourmet like high quality restaurant food which is so now is he supplying your product so as part of this so yeah so he he has um what's called the chef's market on there which uh hosts different either whether it be different brands uh of product whether it be chocolate milk from farinelli whether it be a latte from cordova whether it be um uh oh i'm i'm gonna screw this one up but Lupia's like it looks like an egg roll but it's not an egg roll i I don't know what it is but but it's good i don't i don't know it's it's gotta be good so it's
0: prepared yeah so there's like how do you how do you get a coffee how do you get a latte from a place
1: based on this service so like it it looks like it's in a milk jug this latte and you i i don't know if you warm it up or whatever but there's a procedure to so the logistics are figured out so like for example this chocolate milk like it's like it looks like a i could be very wrong but it looks like a glass bottle that you pour milk in and you just shake it i sorry you just that's okay uh pretty much everyone does shake it up you just shake it up. Yeah, you just and shake it, it up. it turns into like- And
0: so you're part of this product offering of Danny Smiles. Yeah, so
1: officially as And of you don't have to do anything
0: week. to yours other than keep it cold.
1: No, nothing. You literally crack, it's ready to eat. Um, and they have a lot of ready to eat products in their chef's market, um, along with they have um, on their weekly menus that are always changing, like with fresh produce from local- um, uh, suppliers and stuff like that. Uh, all Danny smiles recipes. Um, and, and it's, it's, I'm looking forward to trying out everything. Cause I haven't really participated in that. I'm not a big cook, ironically enough that I'm making a food product. Well, you stick to what you know, I stick to what I know, right. You know, and, and, um, and yeah, so that's been the journey of, building this this business that is so foreign to me um but at the end of the day like i have the drive i have the hustle um you have the charisma you have the
0: the belief in the product Uh, family is very important to you and you're doing something that you feel is in the positive way exploiting a gem that is within your family's product offering you are a a new version of your grandfather, you know, like you come from a family business, this is all lining up. And I think you weren't able to line things up before because never have the stars aligned like this, where it's not only are you able to flex your amazing muscle of of talking to people and charisma and personality and networking with a product that comes from your family that you're so proud of, with the coronavirus shutting everything down like this was the fucking perfect storm
1: uh, for you to create something that the world needs uh I, and again like we just had it before getting in here and i'm so and, happy you brought it i was fucking starving uh i knew you were starving because you're always fasting or doing something <laughs> weird to your body so you know, i was yeah. like this guy i gotta put some salmon in him
0: put some <laughs> i had a big workout this morning uh and i got I got here, It was the, the workout was pushed a little later, so I was l- rushing. Mm. And then when you got here and you had the salmon, I didn't even think to eat it. And you're like, you want
1: to eat some? I'm like, oh, I'm so happy <laughs> that you said you were hungry. And you said you were fasting. Oh, I was fasting intentionally because I knew that you fast. And I was like, ah, you know what? If I'm going to go into this experience, I want to know what it's like to be in your mind. And let me tell you, all I could think about was how hungry i was (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah well it's it's something you got to kind of work into yeah, yeah but but honestly um i i i'm either i could either eat everything or eat nothing and i think that's what built this delicious body over here is the fact that like i could literally go from eating a full tray of ribs to like starving or fasting or you know
0: I, I can really relate with you on uh. that like it, you might not be able to see it, but my appetite is that of a at least two hundred and fifty pound dude at, at least because i I have to set these fasting limits and these like when I have to stop eating or counting my calories or all that shit because I can eat nonstop forever. Yeah. I can finish twelve donuts in 10 minutes and then have and then order ice cream. <laughs> and then have a pizza, and I could just keep going. I feel horrible. I feel fucked, and I'll fast for a day and a half afterwards, but I have this, the governor, you know, like when a car is limited yeah, yeah. at 200 miles an hour, I, I don't have that. That's why when I was drinking, I wouldn't throw up. Right. Ah. I, and I'm, I'm a 150-pound guy, and I could just- Wet. Go
1: wet, <laughs> yeah,
0: when I had hair. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah, so different strokes for different folks. Different strokes for different folks. I like that. Yeah, different people have different ways of doing things. Everyone is different. Everyone has a unique biology, a unique upbringing, a unique group of friends. Because you know, on a biological level, like our friends influence us by biology, like our genetic expression, which means how our body reacts with the environment is heavily based on the people we
1: surround ourselves with like we breathe in i know we breathe in their microbes my dude right you were talking about that i think it was with your brother um like i never actually thought of it from that perspective i just felt like over the years you kind of grow not necessarily away but into your own kind of bubble your own your own ecosystem S- e- ecosystem where you you surround yourself either whether it be with like-minded people or just people that just genuinely give you joy and pleasure and, and make you happy and 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 that's kind of how i evolved as an individual it seems over the years where like it's not that i lost friends like they're always there and whenever i re uh encounter no Reencounter,
0: Yeah, when you come across them and when someone I come across you haven't seen in a while.
1: And I haven't seen them in a while. And back in the day, we were very close friends. Like, it was as if, like, no time has gone by where we became, like, where it was, like, such a pleasure to see you. See you again in, like, another few months, you know? Like, yeah. And there was absolutely no problem with that because we're both living our own individual lives. We're both doing our own things. And what's been really cool about the smoked salmon thing is – um seeing how many people that you've connected with over the years, supporting you and and uh, being interested in what you're doing and 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 wanting to be a part of that. And even if they they don't eat salmon, um, I've had a lot of people buy it as gifts for people you know what i mean and and still just wanna support in any which way possible which again like yeah like in a in in some way shape or form this started right this this whole idea this business started based off of necessity right like i i went from having a salary to making you know the $1000 every 2 weeks or or whatever it was through the government and it just wasn't enough like It's not that I wasn't in a position to – well, mind you, I was not in a position to give up anything. Like, I just needed to cover my nut. I just needed to make enough money to support my rent, my car, my – Lifestyle? Like, yeah. Like, like again, like, you don't want to give any of those things up, right? Like, to a certain degree, you don't mind, but, you know – I'm in a position, I'm the type of character that will work. I've always worked for the things that I've wanted. Uh I've made so many mistakes, a lot of them being financially. Um and it's it's been this uh constant battle and this this constant growth to like like uh not repairing that but just like growing from that. Um, but, in this particular case, like I needed to make sure that I was making enough money to be able to support the bare minimum and and that all started with this gorgeous little side hustle of smoking that delicious delicious salmon
0: and you couldn't it's not in your nature you you didn't have the ability to just do whatever like you can't just phone in a job like even even your 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 past job. Was something that you really loved. You loved the interaction. You loved the process. You loved what you were doing. You're not the kind of person who can just do something for money that they don't love. No. Like, so it's not even an option. It's not like you have to
1: make the choice. You. No. It just doesn't exist. It, it would have you. been impossible. And and to be quite honest with you, like that's been that's been like that over the years. Where literally, um, like the second I was done with something, the second something didn't feel right anymore um it was it was it's like over. a no brainer it was like it was done now exit strategy wasn't always like the 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 best quality of mine like you know i sometimes i felt a little bit prisoner like pri- like a prisoner like really just like stuck so when you
0: say exit strategy do you mean like you would stay on too long after it was dead within you?
1: Yeah. Like I think I, I wouldn't well, maybe it was maybe it was a strategic play. Like maybe I just wasn't ready with the next idea. Maybe I just needed like the right opportunity to arise to to be able to make that leap of faith. I, I
0: I feel you completely, and I can totally relate. And we have a lot of very similar uh qualities or traits about our personalities because as soon as I'm done with something or I realize that, um, I can't keep going anymore. My exit strategy is maybe different than yours, but it's still flawed. Right. I, it's like, boom, I'm done. I'm out. It's like, I don't even, I don't even know what I'm doing next. Um, if I, if I hold on and wait, maybe it'll be better like in the, in the short term. But when I'm done with something, it's like, I I don't feel it. I don't believe it anymore. So I I have, I don't have this motivation to do it. I was in a family business before and I I worked really hard in it for years to do my best that I could to, to grow it and, and improve it and do all these things. But as soon as I ran some numbers that told me that what I really wanted to do was going to take, you know, 30 more years than I'd expected. If I was going on this, on this pattern, it was, it was dead. It was done.
1: It was like. No chance no no chance that I can keep doing this no i i, I like I'm with you a hundred percent and and again like for me and I think I think similarly to you again everyone's in their own different situation, but like like for me, I've always appreciated um a certain standard of quality um but like i'm not I don't need to be driving. I don't need to be driving a Rolls Royce. Like if I could if I could build my business up to make a hundred, maybe less, maybe more, a hundred thousand dollars a year, like as an adult, like as a human adult, and like and and drive, you know, the car that I would want. A Mercedes. I don't care. It could be any like <laughs> yeah. whatever whatever it is at that time that I want to be driving, then that's what I'll be driving. But I think despite enjoying certain qualities in life. Like there's, there's certain key factors for me that are more important than the materialistic thing. And, and anytime there's a a human involved, uh, whether it be a relationship, whether it be a family member, whether it be a friend, like the person always comes first, you know what I mean? And, and, and for me, like, those relationships are more valuable than anything else in the world. So how do those relationships
0: like where are you making a decision between your car and a relationship? Just cuz uh, I'm trying well, to, I'm trying to connect the dots here.
1: I honestly have not a clue where I was going with it.
0: Okay, so you're so you, all you're saying really is you're not going to sacrifice relationships or yourself for the material end goal. No. And you're choosing a career that is fulfilling, where you're you're seeing people. It's very community based almost, and you're getting all these feel good, you know, um, chemicals from the good work that you do, from the pride that you feel when you're making it, from the pride you feel, from the interaction of you delivering it, yeah. from the whole process and learning and growing and overcoming. Uh, an obstacle that you know probably if you're like me it comes every two to three weeks oh, as yeah. soon as you think you got it Ugh. fucking obstacle
1: i like the other the other week i was like wow i am on a high like i had um like like pretty much a few weeks ago i got confirmation that i got the kitchen i literally the same day that i got confirmation of the kitchen i got a phone call uh, talking about the mise en place uh, opportunity to sell my salmon with them. and then and then literally that that same Friday I had brought salmon in for nutritional analysis. and like literally like I, I was like calling people and I was telling them like how proud I am and like I, I feel like I'm I'm flying and like I'm I'm so happy and I'm so excited. But while I was saying that I was telling them I'm like, I know that something is going to fucking ruin everything, but I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I'm it's okay, okay part with it. You got to pay, right? You got to pay to play. baby. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so did something hit um, nothing or you still surviving my guy? No, no, definitely that high is not where it was. Um, we're still, we're still moving forward, obviously. Um, but like today, for example, like again, like you're, there's a certain like you can't always be in control, right? So it's like I order fish from a, a fish supplier, and like, s- like, th- like sometimes it's inconsistent. The qual, the overall quality of the fish is there, but like, for example, like today it was wrapped in butcher paper. Like, where? Why? Some new, I <laughs> like, guess some new guy was there. You know he didn't get I mean? the memo. Like, you know, I'm like, I'm like okay. All right. Well, but like But now
0: maybe it means that in the email you must include, yeah, please no. no fucking
1: butcher paper. Yeah, I was like like it makes me question was there something like why was it in the butcher paper versus being just in the box, you know? So And did that mess up your system? It 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 again like when you go to like when you don't see what's in the box and you go and open the box and it's not what you're expecting, it's just you're just like Fuck! What the fuck <laughs> is this? And you don't have you don't even have a second to like reach into your pocket and like call the guy and be like, "Hey, man, what the fuck did you send me?" Because because you don't have time. You got to get that fucking salmon to sleep as soon as possible. So, <laughs> so did you say anything? No, because I literally I finished production this morning at one forty, and we were scheduled today for- at one forty. Like yeah. we met at two o'clock. Literally, I literally <laughs> got in my car at one forty on the carrying Jonathan Law to race over. Oh, here. And you never know what kind of fucking traffic that's going to be. You never it's know. The Thankfully, worst. I got here. I got here on time. And and uh, but yeah, like again, like that fucking thing just threw me off completely. Or like one time, um, because the fish supplier thought so. They decided rather than like giving me what I normally get, they're they're gonna leave like a layer of fat over the belly, which is never there. And oh well it you know, it really helps keep the fish together. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not what I fucking ordered, guy. Like like I I want consistency. I want I want there to be this gorgeous fucking golden fish that just shows up and 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 i just want to put in my cure i just want it for, the same you know it just like, needs to be the same like like you know I, I remember going for a tour of the of the fish supplier which was like one of the coolest experiences ever because it was just so everything was so big like imagine a freezer like this like four times the size of your brother's old house you know, like, whoa <laughs> like, holy it was shit just, like
0: <laughs> that's so huge.
1: big it was it was one of the coolest things ever and i remember walking through with this with the guy and and we walk into the the room where they're doing all the slicing right and he just like pulls this little like uh lever and the door opens up and 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 he's like hey mikey and i'm like who's mikey and he's like he's one of our best slicers i'm like noted like <laughs> i want fucking mikey cutting up my fish that's what i want if you're walking in and you're tugging on this here rope and you're yelling out to fucking mikey mikey's my he's guy he's my guy you know <laughs> fuck so, yeah yeah and then and then we're walking and he talks about this like salmon like called surmac which again like keep in mind i know fucking dick about fucking doing any of this like this is all so new to me and and i'm very grateful like that that i have people around me who are trying to help guide me in the right direction but i walk in and this guy's like Surmac is like the best of the best it is sushi grade um farmed atlantic salmon this is this is the bee's knees i'm like well how the fuck much is fucking surmac give me surmac i don't want i don't want this i don't want want the non-bees knees yeah like like is it is it like three dollars more pound or is it like 50 cents because if it's 50 cents i want the good stuff you know and and we ended up getting it and to be honest with you not a huge difference like i could understand um when you're dealing with sushi and raw fish but once once you manipulate the fish and you cure it and smoke it and slice it there was ultimately no difference whatsoever in the 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 final product in the final product like a hundred percent if you're serving up raw fish like you gotta go for the bee's knees um it 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 actually didn't change the, the quality of the fish at all like overall same same is
0: that so. when you gave me a sample of like the new one
1: no no that there I, was a fattier one or something no i because i'm part I, of the r&d I, squad I, I guess i forget i forget was it like a completely different product or was it a different fish it was different color everything eh? yeah. I, I, to be honest to you yeah well, it was a long time remember, ago i i like again like certain i would have to note it I would have to note it, but I I don't really uh,
0: okay. But that particular one was not the what do you call it the Surmac? Surmac.
1: yeah again. Hey, look at you <laughs> right? now you
0: know Mikey now you know Sirmac yeah. So is Mikey your guy now?
1: No, Mikey is not my guy. Oh, I honestly, like <laughs> so this be, story, uh, yeah, <laughs> tanked. Yeah, <right? laughs> but but again, like what a what an incredible experience like going and and actually seeing these facilities because they're crazy like they're very well organized and of course every corporation has their their flaws and stuff like that but like when you're dealing with like food and especially raw fish like you gotta be like really legit yeah and like man like the whole facility was washed down like every i think it was like every 45 minutes or something like crazy they there would be like sprinklers that would wash everything in this giant freezer yeah it, everywhere it was crazy so again on this journey man like i've been seeing like things that i've never seen before that you never could have even imagined no it was and again that was that was particularly one of like the coolest experiences that i had like man going in and seeing a huge live lobster tank of like live lobsters, so and you do say huge, I mean like
0: how, how big how big are we talking
1: here um easily two times this room, wow, yeah, yeah, which is I mean this is probably what like like three hundred and fifty square feet, yeah, maybe you know, so set caught seven hundred square feet of and of and live lobster and of live lobster, and they just have, all
0: piled up on each other. Yeah, you fucking know, around. They do, they, yeah, they going do, like this yeah, with their yeah, yeah. with their rubber bands the on rubber
1: bands. Who whose job is that? To to put the rubber bands yeah, on. Yeah, who's that ninja? I honestly, <laughs> again, I would have no idea. But, I've never but thought about it. It's gotta be quick, man. <laughs> it's gotta be quick. Um balls of steel. Balls of steel.
0: And so this adventure for you has been a nonstop adventure. You're a guy who needs action. Ugh,
1: I need you can't be stagnant. You
0: can't be w- at home waiting for a check. You got to be in it. You got to make it happen. A hundred percent. You got to be in in the juice. You got to be, so you got to have some kind of looming stress. Like, I feel you. I got to, I have to do the same thing. Yeah. I it, started this whole time travel thing during COVID. And
1: let me tell you, I love it. Oh, thank I, you. Honestly, like, I started the podcast. This is the, this to me, this podcast is. So cool, and and I've been, I haven't been in a podcast scenario, but I've been on radio before, where it's literally like microphone in your face, headphones. Like I've been in this space before. In this situation. Now, what's really cool is that in this very moment, you could fucking say whatever the fuck you want, anything, is, baby, which is like the coolest thing. But when you're on live radio, <laughs> you cannot say whatever you want. I remember one time I was just like uh we were talking about like dating or something like that. It was like it was like uh and this was
0: on a radio show.
1: Oh yeah. Millennial it was a millennials panel and we were talking about dating and and uh it was with Dr. Lori Betito. Um to be honest, I'm blanking on what radio station. I think it was on CJAD and uh and I was like I could say dick, right, on the radio? And and she's like, "No, no you can't." And, and like I was live and she's like, "No, nah, you, you definitely can't say." It. I'm like, "What about like penis? Can you say penis on the radio? Like what's the limit here? No one's no one's really giving me any feedback here, you know? And that must be so hard to constantly be in this tiny window
0: of opportunity where everything else has to be censored. So all you can really say
1: how how free can you really be? You, you can't, right? There's n- well, I mean, again, I think you just have to be very strategic on the words that you use. You know, like my brother, my brother's on the radio every fucking morning, and and again, like, he, mind you, he's not, he's not a, he doesn't swear a lot at all, and even like back in the day when he was making music, it was like. Part of his shtick that he never swore in his music. I think there was like one song where he ever s- like said the fuck fuck word. You the fuck know? word. The fuck word. The fuck word. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Love it.
0: <laughs> hello time travelers across the galaxy. Yeah. Fuck. fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but but you know over the years like
0: this is it's just clean. Yeah. But, but I think it's like a muscle as well because there's a lot of you know great people in radio. Your brother for as an example. And if you're, you're flexing that muscle every day, you know your parameters and you don't right. even think about it. So you can be as free as you want. But for us, uh, fools. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I remember when I first went to LA in, I'd say, early 2019, and I met with this uh, Atlantic Records guy, and we were kind of getting me ready, kind of getting me vetted doing the, the, I don't know, the record label treatment to try to figure that out before I would go on interviews and stuff. And so there was something called, um, what the fuck was it called? It was like a course and I had to go meet this lady and it was about prepping me for, for media and like, what are my keywords? What is it I'm trying to say? Right. Trying to craft this persona or my message in a way that would be uh, foolproof for interviews or radio. It was called media training. Okay. And I was just zoned out the whole time. Like I, I was not into it. Um, they were asking me about like my dad and me talking about, it, and they're like, "You should show so- more emotion when you talk about the death of your father." And in my head, I'm like, "What the
1: fuck? <laughs> like, why? Yeah, why? Why are you telling me about?" Yeah. Like yeah, what is- emotions I should feel about my father who passed away. Yeah, like
0: like it, I, I'm at peace with it. He's in the fifth dimension. He's with me, not only in the spiritual realm, but in my genes on a
1: daily basis. Yeah. He's very you much know? A, a part of you.
0: And we'll backtrack, I guess, back to the, the, the media thing. But with that, as I get older and the more that I experience things that he experienced, the more I can understand where he was coming from. Right. So let's say when I was first coming into the business or I was, first starting to uncover who my father was because there there is who your parent was from your standpoint but then when you like you talked about your grandfather you talk to other people you you understand you see how he did things uh, in business financially and then you it changes your perspective right it's like well I would have done this or I would have done this or why did he do that but as I get older and I start to get I start to meet the same uh, experiences that he was met with. Right. I'm like, fuck. It is the only move. It is the only thing that <laughs> yeah. you could do. I mad respect, brother.
1: Yeah, for you sure. You know,
0: my naive snowflake self when I was 25 didn't um interact with the world in like he did. And I didn't have the wisdom or the experience. Right. But as soon as I I inter, like I got to those crossroads, I start to understand that this guy was very smart, very logical, made a lot of sense. And there's just more profound respect as I keep going. And so what do you want to do, fucking cry about it? Right. Eat shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what did I do? I started at time. And I also told him, like, oh, do you have any uh, political views? I'm like, no, I don't have any fucking political views. <laughs> I don't know anything. I think both extremes are insane. And I have, <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't want to talk to someone who's on one side and who is not an open vessel. Right. So I'd rather not talk about it. Yeah, right. Well, well, like, so, so it's like all kinds of bullshit. So what did I do? I started reading branding books and all the branding books said was do something that is so you that like 50% of people will be turned off immediately when they see it. Right. Because only then are you going to actually speak to someone because we have this idea that you have to not offend anyone. But when you do that, you end up speaking gray. Right. You, you, you're, a blur- yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like, there's this song by 21 pilots called blurry face my name is Blurry Face, and I care what you think. You you stand for nothing. That means you you can't connect with anyone because you're not even real. Right. So this fifth dimension, the 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 time travel, the uniform, all that shit. It's like it's me. I love philosophy. I love sci-fi. I love talking about uh, you know society, but placing it in the future because it's just more interesting like that, and you offend less people. Because as soon as you tell someone, oh, I don't believe this, or I, or did you ever think of that? I'm not interested in that. I want people to. Maybe I'm contra- contradicting myself, but creating this world is already has barriers to entry, right. so there's
1: going to be fewer entrants. But those fewer entrants will be more into the thing. A hundred percent. I like. I I agree with you a hundred percent in the sense that just do what makes you feel. Comfortable and what what speaks to you in the sense that maybe not everyone will understand, but you know that that the ones that will really care will. And exactly. And you know it, it's funny because um, you know talking about like supportive parents and stuff like that. The other day, I I, I was trying to I did a giveaway. Um, the first ever giveaway, I, I had cracked a thousand followers on Instagram. Uh, congratulations, yeah, right. And uh, you know, naturally, I did a 1000 follower giveaway because that's what you do, yeah. And uh, and I was recording for the Instagram story, um, like me announcing the giveaway. And when I tell you, it took me like a hundred fucking a hundred tries to like nail nail it it. and even the last one was not even nailed at all but But i was just just like over it i was like i have to stop i have to stop (laughs) this but along the way i saved every every version of me trying to do it and i posted it on my personal social media as like bloopers and a lot of it ended up like being like me saying like "fuck you, you fucking asshole" or "fuck you, you motherfucker." But like I was talking to myself. Like, of course, I'm yeah. the motherfucker. You yeah, know? because you can't
0: fucking pull it off. Yeah,
1: and 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 you know, I get a call from my mom the other day, the, like like the day after, and she's like, you know, um, I want you to be good, and I, you know, uh, but uh, I think maybe you. You could have toned it down a little bit and I'm like I I don't I I number one it, it's going to be gone in 24 hours. Number two, I don't want to tone it down. Like this is that's you. This is that's me. That's unfiltered you. Yeah, like I remember one time um I posted like a stream of Instagram stories like maybe like 30 seconds of like Instagram story of me cleaning my glasses. Um, and it was literally just me cleaning my glasses, and and an ex girlfriend of mine was like, we were dating at the time. She was like, "What? What are you doing? Like, why are you why are you posting this?" And I'm like, "Ah, like I just you wanna, you wouldn't get it, yeah. Like okay. I, I just want to, I want to be able to post whatever the fuck I want, as stupid as it may be. Me just cleaning my glasses, it just shows my." I'm just exposing my neuroses to fucking make sure my glasses are clean. And it's funny to post something yeah. so moronic. I, like,
0: like, what what's it to what's it to you? Well, like I, the, I know
1: what it is. Is well, same with
0: moms, same yeah. with potentially girlfriends or ex-girlfriends. They don't want to be attached to someone who is going to perhaps tarnish their right. image. Right. And and at, it's at the end of the day, it's like
1: this is it, man. You're signing up. Yeah, you know, like, you're in like, or you're yeah. out. Oh my god, and that's and, I, and that's your soul. Speaking. Have we spoken about that ever? Either you're in or you're out, because I'm a huge believer in that. I mean, like, well, I think it's the only way. It's the only way, and and obviously there's a certain limit where you got to like, you know, build up that trust and that comfort and stuff like that before you could determine whether you're in or you're out but at a certain point there comes a time where it's like you've you've dedicated so much time and effort towards something and i'm not just talking relationships i'm talking about like every move and it it gets to a certain point where you have to make that decision like whether you are fucking in it or you're out because otherwise you are just wasting time and 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 time Even though maybe in your eyes, I mean, we're time travelers, time is though one of those things in our current situation being human beings, like it's something that we can't really get back. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. That's the whole thing of time travel is to be able to go outside
0: yourself and look to see if you're wasting time, right? And if you have the ability to put your ego aside and say, this no longer serves me time for a new road. That my
1: friend is what you're talking about, and that's time travel. Oh my God, and I love it because because I like the fact that I was like almost gonna be late was making me anxious because because for me, despite probably you blocking off the entire afternoon for this this yeah of gorgeous course. gorgeous uh, event event. Of two mind, wonderful mind bending experience <laughs> yeah. like just good vibes like i i there was like obviously a little bit of comfort there but i didn't want to be late like i hate being late for something um, yeah because you don't want to disrespect the other person because i don't know if you have something going on afterwards i don't i don't want to make you take time extra time i don't want you to be me waiting for that salmon to get delivered you know what I mean? You have other shit to do. You know, maybe not. Maybe not in no, this I case. No, totally, I totally agree with but, you. But time is one of those things that you could just never get back. So if if I'm wasting someone else's time, it's it's one of the worst things you could do to anyone, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree. And often
0: there's times when you have to make difficult decisions or have difficult conversations. Yeah. Let's say you realize that let's say you can see that perhaps this thing is going to waste not only your time, but the other person's time, but the act of putting that out there is tremendously difficult, Ugh. right? Because we're, we're, we're dealing with the uh, change, fear, egos, and it, it's, it's never a pretty thing. Confrontation. Confrontation. That's what separates the, uh, the men from the boys, the, uh, you know, I'm not very good the women from the at, girls. I'm not
1: very good at confrontation, however you know through life experiences what I'm learning is it's very important to just be uh super transparent which i'm I am typically very transparent but but um being very transparent with a decision as promptly as possible so it's like if if you know um for example, like uh, this week, I'm not going to order from this supplier, this fish supplier, but I'm going to order from that one. I'm going to make sure that I let the the fish supplier that I'm not ordering from know like, hey, man, no hard feelings. Um, I'm going to order from someone else this week or or hey, don't expect an order from me, you know, just to just to make sure that they know um, like that you didn't forget about them. I think that's huge. You that's know, mass massive respect. Yeah, and 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 to be honest, with you, it's not something that I I have been good at. It's something that I'm getting way better at. Um, but over time, like what I'm realizing is, ultimately speaking, you don't really owe anybody anything, and you don't really owe anyone an explanation. Um, it's okay to be selfish. Um, but as long as you have respect for people, uh, then, then you should be covered, you know, like everyone's got to do what's best for them, whatever decision you make, uh, whether it be right or wrong, you're going to live with that. And you're going to grow from that. Um, if you're, if you're not willing to, um, face those realities, well, then you're just an asshole, you know? Um, but, but really, you know, Uh, It's really important that everyone get an opportunity to learn from their mistakes and the ability to forgive and to recognize that 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 was a moment in time, that that doesn't necessarily represent who that person is, but rather um, the fact that it's going to help them evolve into someone that they will become is is a huge thing. So that that ability to understand and have an open mind towards someone is huge.
0: Yeah, because I feel like we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to to wanna protect. And maybe we don't want to make that tough call because we feel like it's going to hurt the other person. A hundred percent. But what you're saying and what I believe as well is you have to make this difficult decision that might hurt the other person, but there will be growth and learning and wisdom that when they're ready to to unravel it is going to is going to be to them, and there's nothing worse than spending time with someone who, on the note of selfish, you have to take care of yourself. You have you can't be doing things that deplete you, that that you don't believe in, or that make you feel bad, because then you're just projecting this like really bitter energy, and that that happens to me. I, I get really that's why I have to make these 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 calls or have these these conversations is because I just become a really shitty version of myself. And it's like, do you even want to hang out with that kind of version of me? Like, I don't, I don't like this version of me. Right. And so it's a lose, lose. So we have to do what's in our best interest and trust that it will be in the best
1: interest of everyone. A hundred percent. It's, um, we're on this fucking journey, man. We're all like, everyone is on their own individual journey. Um, and, and hopefully everyone would have the opportunity to make the best out of whatever that 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 journey, that trip may be, you know? Like, um I think I think ultimately speaking, uh I don't even know what the fuck I'm well, saying. I think when I think when, when people <laughs> I I
0: think when people have the best time on their journey is when they're doing things that they're proud of and right. they're interacting with people. I, ah. I think people get in a really Shitty vibe when they are not doing what they're proud of, um, that they don't feel like they're accomplishing something, and they're not connecting with people. And so, while so many people during COVID are are finding ways to to grow and challenge themselves, because if the rug gets pulled out from under you, people are survivors, man. And the people who are really uh, getting impacted, they're doing stuff because there's no choice, right? It's like like you with the salmon. Duty calls. I, I'm not gonna give up my fucking Netflix. I'm going out and I'm gonna make this happen. hundred percent. But it's the it's always the people who live in the gray zones where it's not great, but not bad, but enough where there's where there's no there's no disaster, there's no rock bottom. So they're in this gray zone. Right. And that's a really toxic place because it's secure. You have your basic things you need. And I'm talking about like we were talking about this is North America. Right. We're talking about, you know, we're this yeah. is what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, if if you have, if you're not interacting with people or you're not working on something that's challenging you, then your veil on life is just like the filter that you wear is a shit filter. It's a shit filter because you're chemically, you're 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 not getting the feel good chemicals. Right. So you're rotting inside. So everything that you see is rot, and I I can't exist in that. That's why I need to see people. That's why. I, that's why I don't think that lockdowns are very good for human health. No,
1: I, and, and although I, I, again, I could be very wrong. I think, I think everyone kind of just, no matter what hates the government, but <laughs> uh, I, I do think that um, from the very little that I've looked into the news and whatnot, like that, that the government is becoming more aware that, that despite them maybe believing that the lockdown is necessary that there are going to be negative repercussions that come with it uh, from a mental health standpoint and to be honest with you not everyone has the the mental strength to get through those times so it'll be very interesting to see how um, you know how things progress and where we get, with regards to whether it be uh, a vaccine or whether or not they decide to open up, uh, like restaurants and bars again and, 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 or gyms for people who desperately need that. I know a bunch of people that like for them, not being able to go to the gym and to lose that routine is detrimental to their mental health. Um, despite not being one of those people. <laughs> yeah, but the you're second, empathetic,
0: and you yeah. and you understand.
1: The, second it's, the second- it's similar to you not be, being able to interact with people. A hundred percent. But the second they said COVID, I was like, fuck this. I called the gym, and I'm like, look, you got to put my membership on hold. I do not feel safe. <laughs> you know, like, and yet I'm, like, going into restaurants and, like, eating, like, out with yeah, yeah, and look, stuff like that. But But- Everyone to, to eat their own, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. And I, I, uh, you said that very eloquently because I, I'm speaking from a bro science perspective. I'm just saying that my general gut feeling, like you said, is that there are mental health pre- repercussions of, of having people like bunkered up. Right?
1: Uh, yeah. Like again, you, you know me. I'm, I'm a social gal, you know? I, oh, I, like, I, I know you. <laughs> I like going out. Um, man, like I, I, when, when I'm single I love dating uh not even forget forget the sexual side of thing but just like again those interactions of being with uh, another person that you uh, want to like kiss you know not and I've kissed many guys you know like me yeah. and Dave Rose we used to whenever we would see each other we would just kiss each other on the mouth hey that was just okay. our thing you know. But like but like losing those interactions, not feeling comfortable to literally go out like and either be with friends or to be in a, a space with other people and or to like go on dates. For me, like, that's like, what the fuck am I what am I to do? And that's and and like Grey's Anatomy or start Grey, an, start Grey's, an empire, start an empire. You but literally
0: like, sexual transmutation. You use yeah. that sexual energy to create the beast known today oh as my Zadie's. God. And in the year twenty one thirty seven, let me tell you, Zadie's <laughs> fucking huge and diversified. Let me tell you, so
1: huge, huge, huge. It's huge. Be <laughs> but but yeah, like, um, again, like I so, was I was just recently at um. I know in, in one of the podcasts you mentioned Fairview, which people like. You're shout like, out Point Claire. Shout out Point Claire. Like, obviously, for the hundreds of thousands of people listening to this, like, they have no fucking clue. Trillions. What point, come trillions on. Trillions of people. You know, like, <laughs> fucking. Uh, I was at a shopping mall. I was at Carrefour Laval shopping mall. And <laughs> recently? Recently. Okay. I, I was going to the Apple store. I had an appointment there. And Money,
0: I, I just went to the Fairview. To the apple store because it was my mom's birthday and i bought her some
1: chargers and i was in this fucking line <laughs> terrible line forever right? yeah yeah but i was looking at like all the passerbyers right while i was in line i was like i see what's going on here but this this is actually quite genius because they're letting people into malls freely now i noticed like also a couple of pricks and assholes like eating and drinking like m- no mask like like, really not participating with the rules at all. And no one was saying shit. But what I was like was, now you can't go outside for walks on dates. But maybe, what if you went to the mall? Hey, you is know? this a hack? Like, I think it's a hack, you know? Like, like again, like, why not? Okay, you got to wear a mask. But maybe you could park indoors somewhere. Maybe you could just, like, go go for a walk in the mall. Like, it's not very busy at all. It was really, really, I didn't feel not safe. I felt safe, so. Did you see a lot of, so you didn't see that many
0: people? There wasn't that many people. But did you, you You? you recognize that people were just there chilling, like walking yeah, around like, and stuff? Yeah, a lot of young I people. I saw someone I knew. Oh, really? Uh, a friend's mom. Okay. And she was in there doing her steps. No.
1: Hell yeah, brother. She was just fucking walk- And she was a doctor. Wow. Good for her. I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent, man. I was like, this is genius what's going on here. Like, I can't believe it. You know it. what I love about old people? Tell me.
0: Is They that, don't give a fuck. Well, what they do <laughs> is they they don't voice their opinions out in public and stuff, right? So they, they just make it seem as though they're playing along, but they just do whatever the fuck they want. It's crazy. They do. My grandmother is 90. She has been out and about the entire time. It's
1: so crazy.
0: And, you know, she was at the beginning, like right at the beginning when it's like masking, we really
1: thought like it was a zombie apocalypse. She was going to the fucking grocery store, of no course. masks, like doing whatever. My grandmother, too, actually, like she just wanted to go to work. Like <laughs> she, she's my dad's secretary. And like, she's, That's legendary. She's, a, she's a professional solitaire player, is what she is. Okay. But, but she answers the phone great. Hey. Look, so. She was just like, what do you mean I can't go to work?
0: They don't give a fuck. No. And and they don't even, they're wise enough, I think, to know not to. Because us young people, we always want to voice our opinions. Oh, you can't do this or you should be doing that. They know that nothing fucking matters. No. And they just do whatever the fuck they want. And they go home and they watch Jeopardy. Rest <sighs> in peace, Alex Trebek. Oh, my God. Terrible news.
1: I know. It's the way she goes. It is the way she goes. He, <laughs> look,
0: he brought a lot of joy yeah, for, to a lot of people. 100 And his vessel, you never would have expected that that show that nobody <laughs> can answer fucking anything brought pe- so many people joy.
1: Uh, Crazy, crazy. He's
0: just had a warm demeanor about him, you know?
1: Look, I actually don't even know who the fuck he was. <laughs> no, I'm oh, just okay. kidding. Okay. <laughs> but but um, I'm terrible with pop culture. You could ask me anything about anything. Yeah, but the the show
0: wasn't based on pop culture though. It was like No,
1: I know, but I'm just saying like Oh Jeopardy as a pop culture. I'm just saying, like, whether it be a TV show host, an actor, a musician, an athlete, whatever it is, like my brother wanted to start a YouTube show where like it was a it was like a talk show where like people would ask me questions about what's going on and I would just not be able to like answer anything. Like, for example, like name Ten, name five NHL, like, Canadians hockey players from, like, when they were born to, like, where they are now. Couldn't do it. I just can't. Well, I couldn't fucking do that. What, what do you mean when they were? Cause I'm, no, I'm, I'm say it, saying, like, from when the Habs were born, like, when the Habs were oh, first created, so, Oh, so you're saying five all players time. from
0: of all time for the last all hundred time. years. Yeah. You can't name five. <laughs> like, uh, I'm, like, I'm sure
1: you can't. Uh, Let's do this. You can. Okay. Well, obviously, Saku Koivu, number okay. 11. My, my favorite of all. All right. The fucking guy was a survivor. He did it all. He was the nicest. That was it. All I right. I love Saku. Come on, we got... George th- Laroque. Fuck
0: yeah, George right.
1: Laroc. PK Subban.
0: Here we go. Look, uh, that's an easy three. Let's think about a goalie, maybe. I'm sure you know one. <laughs> you know for sure. Uh, fuck me. Yeah, you know, dude. Come on, we got two left. Uh, Big look i know this is where famous it, goalie this is where famous Juan stanley cups Ah, uh, terrible i know oh, come on you know this come on no, we're gonna do it we're gonna do it uh, we will get it we I, will get it uh carry price okay yes and uh, all you have to do and and one more like you for sure know, like this guy is in the like the same league as like
1: Uh, Lemure and Gretzky. This goalie. For example, I I know this is, I could say, I could say, 80% there. I know, but I I could say, and I would believe it, I could say Jacques Villeneuve. And I know it's not at all. I know he's a Formula One racer. Okay, 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 (laughs) yeah. But I'm just saying, I could have said it and be like, yeah, for sure. That name sounds exactly like It could be
0: a hockey player, yes. Um, No, you got one more. You, you you got this one for sure.
1: Oh yeah, come on, crazy goalie. Okay, or it. it uh come on. I, I I like I feel like I'm getting like 50 percent of his name right, but uh, let's go. It's either Maurice Richard. Hey,
0: you got your five. That is that it's five. Not, it's not a goalie, but that's I was going to
1: say Patrice Richard. Uh, there was a Patrice Brisebois. Patrice Brisebois is exactly but I was the goalie Brisebois. I was talking
0: about was Patrick Wah. Oh. You yeah knew, you knew that one for sure yeah, yeah now that you tell me i remember <laughs> that's a big one but that but look you a did one. it you did it but i i totally get it yeah i can't name any fucking sports any athletes no eh
1: what for, is your sport um besides for, for gym
0: uh formula one
1: yeah yeah i i i recently um i haven't watched any races ever in my entire life. But I, I started recently following them on Facebook <laughs> on Face, Who the fuck goes on Facebook? I never, 90. I, it's like one of the, holy <laughs> thing. I go look, uh, I go on Facebook for two reasons. Number one, three reasons. Uh, it's America, spicy Americans, America's funniest home videos. Okay. That's, that's where you watch it. Yeah. I don't know how <laughs> it came about. It just, that's where hey, they are. Whatever, man. Yeah. Um, Formula One. So, what do you watch about Formula One on Facebook? They, they, they do like a lot of highlights and like, like a okay. lot about. Um,
0: I'll, I'll recommend something
1: after. What's his name there? Richard Lewis? No, not Richard, Richard Lewis. Lewis
0: Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Richard I'm Lewis. I am
1: so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, um, no. This is a pop culture yeah, segment. I love it. Um, but Formula One, and then uh, and then suggested Friends. Like you know, where it's—that's oh, creepy. I, <laughs> it, I know it. It really is. And oh,
0: 23, 23 similar friends. The, 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 not she
1: the, looks cute. I look. I, I believe it or not. I actually go to see. Like I, I do. I, look, I don't mind releasing any of my like creepy habits, but like I'll go and you'll scroll on the Facebook newsfeed, and then it'll show like. Um, suggested friends that maybe you want to be friends with. So I will look through there. To and you see. are a
0: networker, so this makes sense. Yeah.
1: I will look through there to see who What's it, cooking. who's available. Yeah. You know, like what girls are there out there? Not really the guys. Because you're, date- you're looking for love. I'm looking for you know. love. And and to be honest with you, not everyone feels comfortable being on a dating platform. So maybe, maybe, just maybe suggested friends are trying to and I'm signal sure something. That, I'm sure that's worked for you. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, people are not receptive to just getting like a, a Facebook message it's one thing to slide into the dms of someone maybe you're following of or... someone you're following or that you've like been planting seeds with like yeah, you yeah, follow yeah. them you, you like, like their a stories yeah yeah here you like send like an emoji back to their story you know like yeah for that's a classic move but but like there's none of that on facebook it's like you add them it's as cold. a friend <laughs> they either accept you or not and and then if they do accept you I've only done it a few times, and literally every single time I've done it, they've been in a relationship, or so they've said, and and that's it. Game over. You don't okay. ever talk to them again. Yeah, but and at, now least, you just at have least it gives person. you
0: some kind of little thrill. Uh, yeah, no, it's like a little shot in the dark.
1: Hundred percent. You got it. You got nice, innocent fun, there, fellow time travelers. Uh, just get on Facebook, okay, and go to suggested friends and and peruse a little. And that's all it is. A hundred percent. It's it's. Yeah, I realized just now that I say hundred percent a lot. Yeah, but it, it's hundred <laughs> percent. It's just. What else are you gonna say? No, nah, I don't know. It's it's just like a hundred percent, It's hundred percent. You know, I'm I'm loving. I, it. I was noticing that in your brother's podcast, he was referencing the word slap. Oh, he was referencing
0: it or, or not using re- it? He
1: was using it. It's slapped. Slap. Slapped. That slaps hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I, it's actually, in our lingo, yeah. I, are, you, honest, are you are you going to embrace it or are you I hate that, it? No, I will definitely I think I'm going to embrace it or or I think you guys use I think you guys said vibe? Yeah, vibe is, is uh, do we vibe with that or yeah, do we I, not vibe I with actually, that? I actually that one I love a lot. But but I think I could adopt the whole slap thing, well, It slaps. It does slap. It, like, yo, know, that those songs that we, you were playing for me before we started this? They were fucking slapping.
0: I saw your nipples get hard. Man, it's a vibe. Okay,
1: if you ask anyone that knows me, my nipples are hard, ninety eight percent of the time. I actually wish I had a half chub ninety eight percent of the time. Okay, but that's a different. That's a no, but
0: actually, uh, my hand was on your thigh and I felt it. Look, during because that's what I do to test the songs. I'm right. a very tight knit group, so when I want to see if the song's working.
1: I do that little test. I Look, I you could put your hand on my thigh anytime you yeah, want. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. There's a whole other side of this guy that you don't know anything about. What? Well, actually, that's that's not true. You know quite a bit about him. About me? No, about me. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure there's a whole other side about you that nobody really knows about. But the mystery is there. There's Maybe there's a little <laughs> mystery. But for the most part, I like to – this is the best
0: way – to learn about someone right is to see how they tick and then s- little stories come out like with the dave rose podcast there was a lot of
1: old oh, stories old drunk stories i lo- i was literally in the kitchen waiting like this for my fish to come <laughs> like like this just waiting like for the buzzer to hit and so i could start production and i was listening to those stories and like literally i i laughed out loud i lulled I love very, well, Dave's heart. a great storyteller. He's a phenomenal storyteller. Great I,
0: presence, just like you. That-
1: he he, honestly, I actually look forward to going. And I didn't even realize that there was video. I'm gonna go back and watch the video because I'm curious to see if he was stiff. No man, he or was if loose. he was animated. He he seems like a guy that would be loose. Maybe he was grabbing the mic, and I'm nervous to touch this thing. All right, you can move it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Look at oh, that. Oh yeah. fuck yeah right up there look at this
0: yeah whoa that's what it's meant for man um but but yeah he
1: go oh no no keep going dave rose he was he was telling great stories and 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 it it made me reminisce like you know and think back to my days which outside of being a shit disturber like i never really partied like the way you guys were describing it i never did drugs neither did my brother Um, we were pretty like clean cut. However, there was a brief period in time where my brother was like in the the music industry as well. And, and as a DJ for like nightclubs. And when we would, when we would go to these events, my brother would always say, guys, just live for the stories embrace everything that comes tonight like whatever it may be just fucking embrace it <laughs> just roll with just it just fucking let her roll and and when i think back to like some of those times like i'm just like wow what the fuck just happened you know or like what? or how
0: did that even ha- how did we get away with that how did yeah. we
1: how did we not die i used to man in my like uh i used to drive a 1996 Ford Crown Victoria and legendary. Yeah, and I one of my I used to like literally um I used to drive up curbs and like and like run over sidewalks and go over medians and like do burnouts uh if someone were to like piss me off like behind me, I would just like put my foot on the brake and just put my foot to the floor and just leave them in a cloud of smoke because <laughs> I just I like Again, it was such an old car that just would never die. So I you felt like I could it. do everything. You wanted to push it. I've jumped it off of a hill. Like, <laughs> like that same one that like that you just replaced. No, that, that was a that was so that so my first car was a nineteen ninety-six green okay. Ford Crown Victoria, which was like the old body, which was like so sick. <laughs> <laughs> and like to the point where like the wheels, the wheels. Would fall off, but like they would just put them back on, you know, like yeah. like for years, like they would just keep they falling kill off, it. and they would just keep putting them back on. And <laughs> who's they? <laughs> uh, the mechanics, hey, the guys. How'd you, you know? get it there? <laughs> the tow truck oh, man. My, I, I was it. a big fan of CAA. Yeah, yeah, I like it. And 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 then my second car was a 2003 uh, Mercury Grand Marquis, which was essentially a newer version of the old Crown Victoria. That was a nice ride that car like for many years i i was loving that car and i treated it so well and then it t- when you when you drive a used older car the second like one thing bad happens to it it's game over it's fair game you could do whatever you want and i remember i was like backing up and this thing was huge <laughs> and like i would back up and i i scraped the whole side of like where the gas gas tank was and that After that point, it was fucking fair game. Like, you, you, at this point, it was a beat. All fucks could not be given. Oh, there was zero fucks given towards the end. And still, again, this car got me through a lot. And at at a certain point, um, this is going to sound me, maybe make me sound like an ungrateful piece of shit, but like, after many years of having this car, um, my last hurrah with this car was I, I had parked it in the Dairy Queen parking lot across from our family store where I live. And it was there for the winter. And the, the owner of the Dairy Queen wanted to open up. And I had to get the car out. The fucking car was fucking frozen right into the parking <laughs> Okay, room. so the tires were so frozen to the ground. Everything was frozen to the ground, and and I had a friend come with his pickup truck and he was going to tow me out. Oh, did, you, did you rip <laughs> everything off? Like, everything goes. So I'm like, yeah, yeah man. You pulled just the fucking. frame off the wheels or what? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, just like we connected it to the front bumper. Oh, fuck. And. He was going and nothing was happening. His tires were spinning. My tires were spinning. And I just fucking I lowered the window and I'm like, just fucking go, man. Let her rip. Let her rip. <laughs> so he, he fucking like there was no tension on the on the on the cord. And he fucking goes and the <laughs> whole front end of the car the whole bumper like the whole metal frame of the car just fucking went with him <laughs> and my car just st- stayed And there. you were in it. <laughs> yeah. So what was left like half car? <laughs> no no like like just the front bumper the whole metal front bumper just completely came Did came you shit off. your pants laughing? I was dying. <laughs> we were all we were three of us there and 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 I was just like oh, Fuck this car's got to go. You know. <laughs> well, now it had no choice. There you couldn't bring that to the mechanic. No.
0: That was so, a big job.
1: Yeah. So it's um so we brought finally got oh, out, put the bumper in the car. That's um, so good. And get Get to the, <laughs> drive it to the mechanics. And, and I was just, like, at this point, I was done with it. Is it, it. always and the
0: same mechanic?
1: 100%. <laughs> Is and it, like,
0: some Greek guy or something?
1: No, no, no. Jewish family. Okay. Jewish family. Fair enough. But they, the car was sitting in their parking lot for, like, maybe five months. Okay. In which they called me, and they're like, look, it's got to go. You know, like. like <laughs> so they didn't yeah. even want to fix it? Or, no, th- or were it they waiting just, on you? Yeah, like, it just wasn't going to, it was never going to get fixed. You know, like. I, I at that point I had like not really needed a car cause I lived right next to where I worked. So I was like, all right, like, so be it. Like, let's just let the car sit there. So finally my dad arranged to have the car donated in which uh, I had to go there and like start it up. And it, it took everything to get this <laughs> car started. And finally the fucker starts up and like, these cars are meant to not die like these cars are meant to go the distance and finally police cars yeah and the car fucking fires up and i take the car and i bring it over to this like random parking lot and i i just like leave the guy the keys and that was it like with the bumper in the car in the car and everything ready to go and so it was
0: donated so you gave it to this guy and he was gonna refurbish it, and yeah, and maybe he'll
1: use it for whatever. And oh man, I, do you have any pictures of this car? Yeah, well, no, you don't have to show me now. Cause yeah, yeah, might take a I, look. I will show you pictures of this car. I will show you the video of me jumping my old car off a hill. I'd like to see my, that too. my dad. Obviously, had no idea um, that that even took place. Funny, like I got caught going like maybe like a hundred in fifty zone. And I remember the cop just like no, he had all the balls in the world. He just fucking stood in front of my car and just like put his hand out like this, like to fucking stop. Pull, pulls me in uh, to the to the parking lot, and and literally, you know, the second he saw my license and he saw that it was a probationary license, he's just like parked the car, like you're done, you know, like you you just lost your license, and we're and that's what happened car. you you lost your license so i pull pull the car in park it um and as he's walking away from the car as he's walking away from the car he looks at my license and he reads my name and he's like who's your father and i'm like leslie leslie greenberg and and he's like He's like, it's your lucky day. He takes my my license and registration, throws it at me <laughs> and says, slow the fuck down and thank your father. Whoa. And 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 I was like, oh my God. Because you were you the- were shitting your pants in a different way oh, in that situation. My God. Right? I was well, like, number what, one
0: 17 years old or something.
1: I was yeah. I got I had to be 16, 17 years old, like right kind of when I got my license. And and the fact that he like let me go where where right before that. He was like, yeah, so you're done. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, I just hit not jackpot. It like what do you get? Two points. You have four, four points. points. And it was like,
0: that was a easy five, six point. Oh, ticket. No
1: more. Well, maybe now it would be more. Maybe then it would have been less. Yeah. But, but to be honest, I was like, okay, fuck. I am so fucking lucky. And I get home and I'm, and I'm playing this out of my head. I'm like, Am I going to am I going to tell my dad about this or am I just going to like pretend it never happened, you know? And I'm like, look, everyone was safe. Nobody needs to know. So I I obviously didn't tell anybody. Um or I told everyone except for my dad. <laughs>
0: except for the guy that got you <laughs> yeah. out of it. Yeah.
1: And uh of course he bumped into the guy, the cop. And yeah, uh, he says, "Oh, well uh had a little bit of a run in with your son the other day And I'm like oh, Fuck me You know like and, he, and, he, and then my dad calls me He's like so I uh, Bumped into so and so And he told me uh, You guys ran into each other And I was like look I just want to say Everyone is safe And that lessons have been learned Okay like, like we're all good Everyone's good we're safe. Let's just be happy. <laughs> We're safe. We're, you know, yeah, like yeah. It's safe. This was a net positive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 he was definitely, definitely not thrilled about that. Did he and give I, you the gears a little bit? He gave me the gears. He gave me the gears. One of my biggest like fears in life is to disappoint my dad. You know, like he's the one guy that like you just don't like. Not like just as his son. I don't from a want disappointment him. level standpoint. You know, uh, you don't want. I, I don't want any part of that, and that's that's part of the reason why I've never really worked with him, because we're both particular characters, and it just doesn't seem like it would work. You know, like it seems like we would bash heads all the time, and he's got that power as a father figure he's got the to dad's strength. You know, yeah. <laughs> like just like like older brother strength. No matter how big or how strong you are as the younger brother, you'll never be you'll never have that older brother strength. You know what I mean? Like it's a weird science, I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's some weird deep-rooted psychological thing. Ugh, Who the fuck crazy. knows? Crazy.
0: But yeah, I couldn't working with my dad was was tough, partly because I was a lazy piece of shit. Right. So there was that and I was young, but also cuz we were both strong characters. My brother knew how to play the game. So he could tell my dad whatever my dad wanted to hear and mm. would just get away with whatever because my brother knew how to play the game but I I didn't want to play the game right so i would voice myself and we would get into shit together and we we would make a mess but i had a run in when i was 17 i got stopped on the salivary. okay and i had i was going 68 in a 50 mm, not bad no big deal if the, if, if the cop Wants to give you a ticket. He can't, right? And yeah. we're talking about kilometers an hour here. So I was driving 68 in the 50, and then there was a car in front of me going really slow. Mm. So there's room for two cars in the lane. No problem. So I went at the stop sign, and I, I went in my side. Mm. I, I stopped, not the biggest stop in the world, but I slowed down, did my left, right, left, yeah. and kept going. Next thing I know- the police is behind me pulls me over of course says, uh, actually he didn't even come to the car first. Maybe he got my license registration. Didn't say anything. Went to his car, came back like 15 minutes later. He gave me speeding. He gave me passing in an intersection. He gave me, um, crossing a solid line. Mm. Uh, and there was a fourth ticket. It was 12 points. <laughs> it was 12 points. Uh, maybe I was 18 or 19, whatever it was. So it 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 didn't warrant me uh, having to get the car towed. Right. And I was just shitting myself because I'm like, how will I tell my dad? <laughs> I can't tell my dad. No. And I know there's these like random ass lawyers that you can call and they can Delay your case and then reduce the points, and they have a pretty good success rate. And I didn't have very much money at the time, but I I put all my money into that to make that problem go away. And he never found out. Wow. He only found out like two years later. Really? I don't know how. Maybe I got something in the mail, and like he a and court he court letter, yeah, or a court letter or something. He said, oh, your your case was won or some shit like that. So it went down to like four points from twelve, which Crazy. is pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm in that
1: same predicament right now.
0: Oh, are you? Oh. And, and are you? Are you exercising your uh... right to
1: fight? Yeah. Um, I will. I think I will. I, I, I I'm never the type of guy. What'd that... you do? I crossed a solid line. Well, fuck. They say I crossed a solid line. I don't think I crossed a solid line. And and to be honest with you, I was avoiding an accident in my mind. And if I'm avoiding an accident, then uh, net, so be positive. It. <laughs> net positive. Net yeah. positive. Let me cross the line. Everyone man. was safe. <laughs> Everyone was safe. Um, and and actually now let let this be the segue into like the new car. That's perfect segment right? because we've been we it was something we wanted to talk about. But like I I just recently got a a WRX, which is very like, nice. Thank you very much. It's like arguably the slowest car of the fast cars.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't look at it like that. No, but uh, I'd look I'm at not... it like it's 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 top of its class.
1: <laughs> right. It it is it is fantastic. I love it. But it is the slowest of the fast. And and the cop that pulled me over, he looks at me and he he says, "Just be careful. You're driving a really fast car." And I'm just like, I literally looked at him and I said, "It's the slowest of the fast. It's not like yeah, it's fast, but it's not fast. <laughs> you know, you can't tell me this is fast. Like no matter what, you're it's ca- fast your Subaru. <laughs> you're gonna catch me. Yeah, yeah. it's a fast Subaru. <laughs> but again, out of this Subaru lineup, it's the slowest of the fast. Well, so what the STI is the one step I would above, say right? The STI is one step above. So you're second. I'm second, but but still slowest of the fast. Yeah, I get it, but. But so, that's what you told them. So said, I'm slow like, it's, li- listen, it's the slowest of the fast. What are you? What are you telling me? So to what slow is it? Down? Is it? Is it the coupe? Is it the hatchback? No, they only make a uh, uh, a coupe. They don't do the hatchback anymore. Okay, four door. Four door. Right. They all have four doors. Four door. Um, what color? Black. Nice. Black on black on black. Black wheels too. Black wheels. Classy. Came like that.
0: Look at this guy. But for me, so for me, is this is the first time you get a car that's outside
1: of your. Your so, character car, no. So, um, so first car was a 96 Crown Vic, second car was an 03 Mercury Grand Marquis, third car, um, which, which came after like maybe six months of not having a car, um, which was very manageable. However, I realized that it limited the amount of social interactions that I would have had with people on the West Island like my parents. Okay. Um, or my brother, right? So it just made going back to Dollard way more difficult to like go and visit family and friends. So I finally said, you know what, like I I could afford this. I'm gonna do this. So I, I got a Subaru Impreza, which again, I used to I still do live right next to our family store. So I never really needed a car, right? So what ended up happening was I got a Subaru Impreza and that lasted for about a year. And then I started doing the salmon and I was driving so much more um that for me, I wanted something like a little bit more exciting that like, you know, when I'm driving around Montreal delivering salmon, like at least like I'm gonna like get pleasure out of doing it. So for like, a, you know, an extra like, hundred or so dollars a month again, not, not really the right time to be doing that. Hey, COVID. look, the time that you choose is the right time. Yeah. But I, you know, I, again, that's like one of the decisions my dad definitely did not, did not agree with at all, but I made the move and I got like, for me, one of the most important characteristics, um which will segue into our intro here um was uh audio like for me like making sure that the sound system in the car was as good as whatever i could get it to be yeah that's so important um more more than speed more than look more than anything like uh mainly because a lot of my driving was later at night because again i wasn't optimized and and i would go from my parents house in dollard to uh, my place in the mile end and and it typically it was like anywhere between eight and one o'clock in the morning that I was going there and getting on the highway opening the sunroof and blasting music that just like put you in such a vibe. Slapped so well. Oh, so it's
0: slapped. That's a vibe. That is <laughs> yeah, a vibe. that's like, slapped. You, yeah. you put
1: them all together there, baby. But but again, like like some, a true pro, something that I look very forward to now. And I've done it before. Like again, I, I I I'll be honest. I don't always listen to your music. Not that you expect me to, but there are times where I'll have friends um release new music, such as yourself and or like Matthew Chaim uh and when i get in the car and like a friend releases new music like it's such a good uh experience for me getting in a car and just blasting the music and and it being good quality sound like that to me was like so important that in four-wheel drive
0: i i totally agree there's nothing worse than that when i had my prius <sighs> the fucking sound system sucked ass oh my god it was I... brutal. <laughs> It was brutal. She gone
1: now. Yeah, yeah, she gone. I know what you're driving now, and let me tell you, I'm sure this. I know for a fact that the sound system in those in those trucks are unbelievable. Yeah,
0: sound system in the Jeep is great. Yeah, and I'm very it because it's a vibe. I want to be enveloped by the music. I want oh. my senses to be overwhelmed
1: and overwhelmed. <laughs> and, and and again, like what a beautiful what a beautiful thing like to be able to do that and experience that 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 vibe on and it is i'm not joking about it being a vibe because it 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 is uh an incredible experience
0: yeah music is is the is the expression of a person's vibration the the group of people who made that song you, their energy is being blasted through your speakers and you want to take that straight to the dome
1: Oh, i want it so hard yeah that's dome.
0: that's why i can only listen that's why we blasted it's a vibe right and, before this.
1: Oh, wow! Yeah, it was, and and what a what a cool experience sitting in this in this room, looking at you behind that big, um, I don't know what emblem, deep, emblem, yeah, and like and and to think about your journey into creating this environment and this space, where ultimately speaking, uh, and I. I I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you had mentioned in previous podcasts that, like, this environment really was birthed because of this shitty situation that we're kind of living in right now, which, again, just proves that there's ways of making, uh, turning a shitty situation into a positive situation. And the fact that you built this incredible space that allows creative minds to come together and to explore their thoughts and and really channel in their creativity. What a fucking, what a vibe, really. It, that's a vibe, <laughs> like, like yeah, I, like I couldn't
0: stay, the first two weeks of, of quarantine, I was super productive. I, I wrote a song, I produced it, I did it A to Z, I did all the stuff, and then I kind of lost my enthusiasm for things. And I... I had made these tracksuits, but they hadn't been delivered yet. And as soon as they got delivered, I'm like, all right, it's time. It's time to make things happen. I started ordering green screens. I didn't have this place yet. And I started messing around, making that video, taught me how to do a couple of things. But I called my old buddy, Steven, who who helped me with all my music videos before. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, would you be interested in uh, in helping me shoot some stuff? And this place was just about to be up into the free market. My friend was renting it, wasn't using it anymore. And when I called him, I said, I might need your space. Can I check it out? He's like, yeah, I'm about to get rid of it. So if you want it for the rest of the time, you can figure it out. I won't charge you. And then when it's time to renew, you'll just renew if you want it. Right. And then we just started shooting stuff and we started making weird content and filming this weird time travel stuff. And all those things led up to, to me figuring out that a podcast would probably be the best way to get my personality out while interacting with others. Because I, I can't, I'm not very good at just talking to the camera alone, like long form. Like, you know how some people make videos and they're just, they're talking about their experiences or their stories and it, they're just talking to the camera. I need, I need collaboration. Right. I need someone in the room with me to feed off of. And that's when the magic happens. That because you don't know where it's going to go, it can't be planned, right? And then I could take this podcast and cut it up into a million different clips, and it's infinite content, and it highlights my amazing guests. Because I've how many times have I told you? Oh, you need a show, or this place needs a show. Yeah, and it's yeah. okay. I'm going to make the show, and I'm going to have all my fucking goofy characters on, <laughs> yeah. and and the there world are needs to a see. Ton there
1: are of fucking goofy characters. Yeah, this just in Montreal here in, in my own network. Isn't it crazy when you think about it? Like all the, like all the people you surround yourself with or have encountered. And like, here you are now, you know, like doing this, like so-called like podcast. Yeah. What the fuck?
0: Fucking podcast. Fucking podcast. Like,
1: and, and it's funny. Cause I, you're doing it right. It's not like you didn't, you didn't like go into this from an amateur standpoint. Like, I'm looking at a fucking tripod with two fucking cameras on it. And they're looking at me, and they're looking at you, and they're like, ah, yeah, we're fucking going here. We've got this roadcaster <laughs> yeah, over like, here. I am, I'm actually beyond, not that I would have expected anything less, but I'm beyond impressed. Man, you fucking pushed a purple button and songs came on.
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> like, the the like, future the is fuck? now. The future is, and I didn't even buy this. This was here. No. Yeah. Oh, my Trin God. Trin before was in this place and and, and he, this thing was here and he filmed he did like one podcast and never used it again. Wow. It, is it designed for podcasts? Yeah, it's a podcast mixer that records
1: and it has little where, presets. Where does Where does the audio go? So it goes into a card that's in this thing. Oh, wow. And and let me ask you like these cameras. Yes, sir. Like, how much memory? Like, we've been talking for over two hours now. Like, yeah. how, where is it going? So
0: right before the first <laughs> podcast, I had two cameras that I had for a long time, but we realized that they cut out at 30 minutes. Yeah, terrible. And so imagine I'd have to restart. Terrible. That the worst. So we Googled the day before our podcast, or two days before the first podcast, um, cameras without limit, without time limit. Is there no limit on this? No, there's no limit. There's, wow. The memory is the limit. And it's plugged in, so it's being charged, and uh, and it it can record. uh, It's not in 4K because that's overkill, right? So it's in 1080 or something, and it's.
1: uh, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't
0: take up that much memory,
1: right? I don't know if people are doing this yet, but it should be a thing where, like, you can't be fucking recording podcasts like 24 seven. So imagine. Like there was a podcast studio where like you could rent out the studio for people to go in and do podcasts, and literally all it has to be is this, and you byoc bring your own chip, yeah bring your own card, yeah, bring your you know? yeah.
0: That's that's an idea. My uh, steven said that hey, would you like consider doing that? And I'm like, no, I don't want anyone in my space. Yeah, like I, which I, I, I totally understand. Vibe.
1: Again. That's in this particular case. I'm saying, oh if no, it totally. was designed for that. Yeah, it would like a podcast do really studio. Really well, because podcast. Like I know so many people that would be open and wanting to do a podcast. So like imagine. You just have to I mean not in this case cuz this yeah. is your space and I respect that but just like a studio where you just put like an overlay over each like here <laughs> okay put put up your sign yeah <laughs> that would be that's that's not a bad idea but but I do I do agree with you on that um like and I, I've had this conversation many times with my brother um again we're both very creative people he's so much more comfortable talking in front of a camera to, even though it's technically to an audience at that very given moment, you're talking to fucking nobody. And like, for me, I don't have that, that comfort to do it. And as a matter of fact, like, let's touch on uh like me- uh, mental health and stuff like that. Like there's days where, um you know i like okay i have this persona the salmon daddy that that online is this like outgoing character that like wants you to fucking go outside in the sun and get that d and let the vitamin d penetrate your face and 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 the guy that uh that that says all oh, you gorgeous delicious people of the internet like welcome to the <laughs> or back in the day my shit show the suck like for me there are days where I wake up and, like, I'm just, like, not having it. You're just like, I, oh. Yeah, like, I'm either, either I'm in my head or someone, you know, made a comment about the way I'm doing something or, like, and that now I'm overthinking it. And, like, sometimes it takes so much of my energy just to even think about, like, going on and, like, promoting, like, whatever the fuck I'm doing that moment, obviously most of the time. I feel you completely. And like there, there are times where I, I wouldn't, I don't feel alone, but I'm, I'm like, just like, fuck, like, like, fuck this shit. Or it's like, fuck what? Like you can recognize
0: that you're in a shit mood. You don't want to be in it. You don't necessarily react as if like you're an autopilot, but it's just like, why am I this right now? Yeah, I don't
1: need to be this right now. It's terrible. I I, I actually hate those moments, and oftentimes I just need to eat something.
0: <laughs> okay, all right, and <laughs> so so does it cure it instantly? There,
1: there is a cure, um, but but like you know, it's not all fucking peaches and cream. Like it's you know, there are days where you get frustrated. There's days like again, like I'm not. I come off as a very happy and very, like, positive guy, but just know there's days where it is not like that. There are days where, like, I'm having a bad day or, like, the fish supplier delivered it to the wrong address or um, the fucking kippered and candied salmon won't just fucking come off the rack smoothly and I want to fucking kill everybody. You know, like, like, like I do get angry. Cause I, you're a human being. Yeah. You are a pre-chip uh, human uh, pre-chip
0: where we're not human. always calibrated.
1: And uh, man, I feel that all the time, you know? So it is important to recognize that as well. That- and and at, it's so for us being entrepreneurs,
0: like I'm creating this thing and I'm going to give it everything I've got. And I'm, this is my livelihood. Like I have to do it. Right. right. I have to show up. Right. I can't do a podcast. So I'm feeling like garbage. Right. Whereas if you have a job where you work for someone, you can kind of show up and just phone it in. Right. I guess. Right. If, you, if like, you're not feeling yeah, I'm it, not going to show up. Yeah. Fuck it. You know, I'll take it. We can't take the day off. Yeah. No. We, like some days where there's nothing in my schedule, I will do fucking nothing. Right. And, uh, I'll just loaf, pleasure myself. And eat donuts.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. I wasn't sure where you were going with no, that. No, uh, both. It's you. They usually work together <laughs> with or without the donut.
0: Uh, <laughs> first, without donuts. Yeah, and then after,
1: I want donuts. Of course, makes sense. Natural. It's honestly, it makes sense <laughs> for you. Yeah. That you would fast before you do something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrible, terrible minds. But
0: sometimes we we have that, and it's it's very human. That's 100%. the important of the importance of having these conversations. It's like, yeah, we're charismatic and we like to have fun. And this s- stemmed out of the talking to the camera alone. I get energy from talking to someone in the room. Right. I can't talk to an imaginary audience. No. Like I can do it, but I don't. I need that instant gratification of having someone there, of right. feeding off of someone. I, I can't just fucking talk to the camera. No. It's not for me, do you, man.
1: Do you think, let me ask you like, like even if you were having a bad day like in my in my case even if i was having a bad day whenever i was around people like the bad day almost didn't exist like i uh, like i would i would be able to like shift all my attention and energy towards gaining more energy from the other person like i totally. I, I i'm a, i'm a people person right so but like there's been days where like i'll wake up or like, it, like things will just be complete shit, and like, and then I'll come and do this podcast, and I was like, and so pumped for this podcast. Like, for example, fucking getting, sm- like, getting salmon and butcher paper. You know what I mean? Like, fucking. Yeah, fun. Threw was that off, this morning? Yeah, uh, threw off my whole morning. But when I like when I knew when I finally finished doing what I had to do and I came here. And I and we started talking. Like the second you opened the door, I was like, "Wow, like good to see." You you know, that's the beautiful
0: thing I think about this podcast and why I did it is because when I do interact with people, whatever shit I have is gone. Like you said, and and so I I booked a whole bunch of podcasts, and I know that when I show up to them, I'm it's going to be pure good vibes. A hundred, it's hundred and percent. And I did this because. What else am I going to do? I like to see people. Um, I need content and I love to have conversations. So I might as well just put them all together. Twice a week, I have a podcast, spend two, three, four hours with someone, have a great time. They go off. I go off. I feel great. I have a lovely evening. My, my, my chemicals are recalibrated. <sighs> Whereas imagine I wasn't doing this. Like <sighs> imagine your day didn't have the podcast. Or you didn't see someone and it was just a continuation of whatever it was at the beginning.
1: If, if I didn't come here, my day would have finished at around like, say, one thirty, And then I probably would have gone to eat somewhere, probably would have gone to coffee somewhere, and then probably would have ended up home procrastinating on doing things. Cause like you and your brother said it, we're fucking lazy. We don't want to, we don't want to fucking work for the man. We don't want to do <laughs> like, we're fucking lazy individuals. Doesn't mean we don't like, like hustling. And doesn't mean we don't like entrepreneurship and doesn't mean fuck all, but it just means that like, like sometimes the couch is calling your name. Yeah. Sometimes you just want to sit with the couch. Yeah. Um. But like, but, you know, I'm also like thinking about tomorrow. I'm also thinking like, fuck. Okay, so now I finished at one thirty. Tomorrow I could start my day at twelve. Like start my work day at twelve. Between now and then, I should probably try to sell some salmon. I'll blast the internet a few times and and see if that works. You know, like yeah. Um, but but. Uh, but I honestly, I'm so happy. Well, because it's a nice joy. It's a surprise. I'm so it's happy a, to have been here.
0: Yeah, and there's this level of like being present when the phones are on airplane mode, when we're in this room, we're wearing these headphones, and we're looking at each other dead in the eye. There's an energy there that is not a usual normal thing. It's like a hyper focused.
1: I would experience agree. i would agree with that and i'm i'm a i'm a, an individual that's like attached to my phone and to to be honest with you like i i was coming into this mindset um knowing that the phone was like not a thing yeah um mainly because i just recently listened to yours and dave yours and dave's podcast in which case i think you said like the phones are away and like we're just here and and to be honest with you i haven't had like a conversation like this, even though even though it's like bits and pieces of like things that I've talked about with people for the past like six, seven months, you know what I mean? Like these yeah. are all things that I've been talking about, but I haven't had like a sit down with someone where right now we're approaching two and a half hours yeah. of like talking. About like some some stuff nonsense, some stuff greatness, and like overall and everything in between, and everything in between. Like to me, to me, like that's a very uh, it's a it's a really in this time like a very meaningful experience. Like to think about, like to think about all the like loneliness and like like lack of communication, lack of. conversation that there's been over the past like six months six seven months more it's been like nine months almost yeah you know like to have this like conversation where it's like literally we're sitting right in front of each other at a distance whatever yeah (laughs) boy it's still this is the distance this is the distance um is like a really really fresh. Isn't it? Isn't
0: it delightful? And it will live forever. It's so cool. Right? It'll live forever. It's what better way for for people to understand who you are than hang out with you for two to three hours. Literally. More than any piece of content. Sure, the people who follow you are ready and watch your stories like they know you, they get you. Perhaps they've grown up with you. But this is a thing where my viewers are going to learn about me. My viewers are going to learn about you. New potential viewers are going to learn about both of us. A hundred percent. There's, there's marketing content in here. Like the Zadies, this, this, the clips of this can be on, on Zadies website or you can promote it or whatever if the fuck allow it is. me. Of course. That's what it's for. <laughs> it's here to spread, spread the love Hundred. because you're doing stuff. I'm doing stuff. Might as well just like share it. A
1: hundred. Like during Dave's
0: podcast, uh, he did uh, Without planning it, he did an ad for for the new spice blend. Right. He's like, when when your Tinder date comes over and uh, you open up your cabinet and you have the smoke show spice blend, you're going to look like you know what the fuck you're doing. You know? And so I have that clip and I'm going to send it to him. (laughs) Oh my God. And he'll be able to, I don't know, use it if he wants to. Right. And there'll be tidbits in here that if you want, after you hear it or watch it or whatever, if it's not already clipped, see, yeah, take it, man. Okay, beautiful. And you're going to get a beautiful thumbnail like you saw on my Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like with the number. Gorgeous. Loved it. So we're going to take a screenshot of this and put the number behind you. (laughs) The treatment, brother.
1: (laughs) Man, I love it. I honestly, um, I needed this.
0: I needed it too. It's always such a pleasure to see you. Crazy. And there's no noise, no nothing. It's just us. It's wild. All right, so Sam and Daddy, I think it's a perfect time to – to perhaps
1: start wrapping things up. Yes. What do you think? Ah, uh, please tell me, tell me what we got to do. All right. Not, so, not. In a, I'm not in a rush. I'm. The, I have no, no. There's no planned. rush. And normally, when I
0: say this, it just keeps going. Right. So it's just like a marker. It's like a Jewish goodbye. Yeah. It, it's exactly <laughs> what it is. Because look, us Greeks, Italians are no different <laughs> yeah, than the yeah, Jews. It's so crazy. You know, we're all the same. We're all the same. Us, That's us okay. ethnic folk. Beautiful and, thing. So, where can people find you? Where can people find the salmon?
1: So, so there's two there's two main places that I would that I would gravitate to. Both really on Instagram. Uh, firstly, Zadies MTL. How do you spell it? Z a i d i e s M T L. Um, that's that is for the branded content. That is the smoked salmon goodness that you want and know and love. And then and then the other account that I would suggest following is my personal account, which is Seen by Wolf, S-E-E-N B, Y, W O L F. And uh essentially they kind of complement each other because like the Seen by Wolf account is more the uncensored uh behind the scenes of the the Zadies account, whereas the Zadies account is very much like. Not necessarily PG. I do cross a few lines, but it's really designed for me to sell salmon. Both, both very entertaining, both good. And then, of course, if you are interested um, in the smoked salmon and you are in the Montreal area, then of course, there's two ways to get there. It is either Zadies.com, which is again Z A I D I E S dot com, or, uh, for, and this actually, this scenario was because of Dave Rose. Okay. Um, when I first like launched the website, he was like, Where do I go? So I told him, Go to Zadies.com. He's like, Man, I, I don't have a fucking clue how to spell Zadies. So I was like, Whoa, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> so I got the domain name smokedsalmonmtl.com. Wow. So if uh if you're not trying to figure out how to spell Zadies, just go to smokedsalmonmtl.com. Same website. Yeah. And and you know what? <clears throat> I'm going to one up Dave Rose. What are you going to do? I'm going to I'm going to give 15% off. 15% off. <laughs> Holy. Well, look, it can be 15% uh, off or for if they
0: really want it 50% add-on. <laughs> Like <laughs> yeah.
1: 15% more expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 15% more expensive if you guys are interested in so, some of the best So are we saying a,
0: a pro, are you are you we're offering a it. discount
1: here? Yes. A promo code? I can't do it right now because we're in airplane mode, but let's discuss this. All right, so are we going to go Micho? Yeah, Micho 15. Micho 15? Yeah.
0: M-I-S-C-H-O. Does all caps or no caps matter? Don't, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. One M-I-S-C-H-O, five. one five. And you, my friends, can try the delicious Zady's smoked salmon if you're in the Montreal
1: area. If you're in the Montreal area and surrounding areas, yes. But LaValle, in the future, West Island. Oh, yeah. in the future, who knows? Like you said, we're building an empire here. Absolutely. Um, hopefully, hopefully, like again, like who the fuck knows what will happen? But I'm fucking going full steam ahead. I am pushing forward with this. So, you know, one day, and and honestly, if you need it, you message me. I'll make it happen.
0: So. I'm very happy to say that our second sponsor on the Michaud podcast is yet another smoked product, right? <laughs> smoked salmon, Zadie's smoked salmon. Michaud 15 is the promo code zadie'smtl.com If you're in the Montreal or surrounding area and thank you very much, sir, My pleasure. for, uh,
1: for the support oh man i love it i am love a what, big fan of the product i I love what you're up to and 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 again i appreciate your support because you've been a fan you're you don't fucking you don't fuck around i mean you fucking blast through that salmon like you bought you would buy four pounds sometimes even five pounds at a time that's my kind of guy <laughs> yeah i uh we call him the whales yeah yeah and uh And I finish it pretty quick. Yeah, it's crazy. And I
0: do give it out too, because I I like to support the people that I love. I appreciate it. I really do. And so, fellow time travelers, as you know, my name is Misho. You can find me on Instagram, M-I-S-C-H-O. All the links that uh, Jake gave us will be available in all the descriptions, whether it's YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. They'll be all available. Um, I like to shout out our first sponsor, Smoke Show Hot Sauce. It's smoke so smoke sh- smoke, smoke show sauce uh, dot com. Uh, promo code Misho. for uh, is it ten percent or 50? I don't know. I think it's ten,
1: but no. Yeah. There's he no said big deal. he
0: said ten to fit, whatever it is, you'll get some kind of deal. Yeah. Um, Zadie's Montreal. Um, it is it is uh, December approaching, right? December is approaching, and Christmas in space is a wonderful holiday track to play around your house during the, during the holidays in a Jewish household. Do you, uh, do you listen to a lot of Christmas music? Is it part of the vibe or
1: you'd say, uh, not really? <laughs> um, not really, to be honest. However, I, I do, I do embrace the Christmas holidays. I don't necessarily participate it. I, I would say it depends on who my significant other is. Okay. Fair. At the time. Uh, because I typically try to respect whatever you know uh, traditions and and holidays they they um, participate in, um, but but no, not not in, not not up yeah, yeah. not uh, up in the Greenberg of house. Yeah, but, but, well,
0: because I I I don't see it really as Christmas, like the day of Christmas. I see it as like the holiday season.
1: Right. We used to have we used to have a Hanukkah bush, which was like essentially a Christmas tree but decorated with Hanukkah. I love it. Decorations, you know, and we would put the presents there, but that was more like a family affair, like cousins and everyone would get together, you know,
0: all that to say a Christmas in space should be a tradition in every Jewish household. Is there an actual song? You drink
1: Christmas in space. Yeah.
0: Christmas in space is a song that I released last year. And the beauty about that is I can release it every year (laughs) or promote it every year. So Christmas in space, I'm actually shooting a Yule log uh, video on Thursday where I'm going to sit in front of a fireplace for two hours and not say a word. (laughs) And it's just going to have crackling sounds (laughs) in my spacesuit. I have a red one.
1: Oh, my God. Well, I look forward to it, and I will go look into this Christmas in space.
0: Yeah, well, maybe we can listen to it after. Even Donnie Dekas makes an appearance in it. No. (laughs) And uh, one last thing, if if you enjoyed the podcast, Fellow Time Travelers, uh, leaving a rating... And a review would help this thing get found and discovered and reach even further into the galaxy. So that would be very awesome. And if you do it and you screenshot it and you send it to me at me show on Instagram, then uh, maybe I'll uh, send you a Christmas card, holiday card, or maybe even a birthday card. You know, that's, that's just how we roll over here in the fifth dimension.
1: Incentives, I love it.
0: So, fellow time travelers, thank you for hanging out. Jake Wolf, thank you for being amazing and joining us in the fifth dimension.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: And uh, we'll see you next time, fellow time travelers. Have a good one.
1: Beauty.